Stephen, I, uh, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but uh, we've both just seen Avengers Infinity War. Dude. Were you there? <laughs> <laughs> Did you see it? Uh, so we've been watching a lot of Friends lately, and there's uh, one of the ones we watched recently where Chandler gets locked out of the apartment, and he's like, Monica, are you hugging the door? And she's like, no, but I want you to know I was holding your hand, even though I wasn't next to you this entire time. I felt it. Good. I felt it. <laughs> that was good. But yeah. It was nice and comforting. Yeah. Oh, good, because it was a stressful movie, man. <laughs> it was. A lot going on. A lot of ups and downs. And uh, for, for the audience, I just want them to know that... Uh, we're actually recording on Friday afternoon. Yep. We both have the day off, mm-hmm. and uh, we, we both have independently seen Infinity War, and uh, we, we had, to, had to have an emergency recording <laughs> session here. So, uh, so that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about Infinity War. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm sure spoilers ahead, but uh, we, can, we can definitely go spoiler-free for this first portion of it. Yeah, uh, I'll give you, you like to. five minutes, maybe six tops. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's just so much. There's so much yeah. to get into on this. I'd be but, like, well, uh, I can't talk about that. <laughs> uh, it was a surprise to see Batman show up in this movie, though. Wait, uh, Brent, did, Brent, oh, come oh, on, man. God, God yeah. right out the gate. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I, I do have to know, how was your theater theater going experience uh yeah uh, did you go by yourself i did um okay. yeah so amanda's at work and uh we're moving this weekend so i had told her i needed to go see this movie uh for my sanity but also for this podcast and uh she was like yeah i want to see it obviously um but i don't need to see it like right away so yeah i went alone um i had been watching the tickets because they were on sale uh, or sorry they were like getting sold out everywhere like near nearly sold out so I bought mine uh, in the third row, which have actually is not too close for me. I've noticed uh, it's where I've basically been going whenever I leave my seat because other people are annoying me. Uh, so this time I was like, I'll just buy a seat there, and I was the only one down there until I showed up, and that entire fucking row was was filled up, and I was like, great. But everybody right. was really cool. There was like only uh, one chick on her phone, um, a few seats down from me, a few times, and it wasn't that bothersome. I could just put my hand up and kind of block it. The dude next to me got up. The second action started, uh, he, like, got up, and I was like, oh, maybe he's going to the bathroom. Just never came back. <laughs> we had one of those in our theater. It was, yeah. like, towards the end of the film. Some guy just got up and left, and I thought, oh, this is a weird time to leave yeah. and come back into the movie. But no, he just stayed gone. <laughs> he's like, F this. This this is not <laughs> what I wanted. This is not exactly what I expected from this. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, so all, all good. I went to the 2D showing. Uh, I decided okay. uh, that theater had screwed me over the last time i tried to do 3d so I, i'm not gonna try it with this one again uh, they have your poster up <laughs> that's right i'm not allowed that's right i forgot so yeah. <laughs> so how was yours it was good i went to go see it in 2d as well oh, okay um cool. which is a, a change of pace for me mm-hmm. but with good reason mm-hmm. brandy and i are going to see it tomorrow night uh as well so yes. so i'm gonna see it in 3d then so awesome yeah um but uh yeah just watching it for the first time in 2d was fine i didn't have any issues mm-hmm. uh, i was probably a little bit easier to uh focus on what was going on i figured um, yeah there are a few shots in the film where i'm like man i, I bet that looks pretty cool in 3d mm-hmm. so i guess i'll find out tomorrow night there you go but um but yeah i mean just as far as the story goes man uh the, the 3d didn't really it wasn't necessary. Yeah, it, yeah. I don't think I, I don't really think it's necessary for for any movie. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's just kind of a fun thing to uh, to experience every now mm. and then. But uh, but yeah, yeah. I uh, had a, a pretty pleasant movie going experience. There were some loud people talking behind me, like during the um, 
like before the trailer started. Mm-hmm. I was like, God, they're going to be yakking it up the whole time. But no, luckily that wasn't the case. Yeah. They, they showed up pretty quickly. There was, um, I can't talk about it because it's a big spoiler, but there was one moment that I might, if I remember later on, I'll bring it up. But uh, some people, it was like a quiet moment and some people were like, it was kind of like that Star Wars thing where like something big happened and then everybody was like, <gasps> And I was just like, shut, shut up, everybody, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't that bothersome. It was, it was kind of expected, I guess. So, yeah, yeah. There were a few, few parts where, um, and I, I had a pretty good audience. Like it was, mm-hmm. uh, w- people would laugh at jokes and, yeah. you know, kind of gasp at things that were shocking. Um, there was one person, uh, who like towards the end of the film, something happens. And, uh, I was telling my friend Ross about this. Um, like I called him as soon as I left the movie cause he mm-hmm. was, he saw it last night on oh, Thursday okay. night, like the opening, opening like preview night or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he's been dying to talk about it. So I called him oh, and, cool. uh, I was telling him that, uh, there was an, uh, some female in the theater, uh, of <laughs> indiscernible age. I don't uh-huh. know if she was an old woman, a little kid, like uh, teenager or what she was, but, uh, something shocking happened. And I heard, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> so um it was it was kind of a a, a weird thing yeah. and uh you're like why yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like why? Why, why please don't don't make noise <laughs> I, like there were, there were a couple of times in the movie that i audibly gasped uh-huh. but um it wasn't anything where uh i don't feel like i don't feel like i was uh disturbing uh anyone else with it but yeah. uh this lady she was like a, a shocked kitty cat from puss in boots <laughs> up in that theater um before I uh, respond to that, I, I'm sure everybody just heard my dog shaking her uh, head. Uh, she, oh, bless you too. She sneezed. Um, she is a little cone puppy right now. So uh, if oh, no. she's around me, she has a, a spot. She's been getting nervous with the move. Uh, so we had to put a, a cone on her. And uh, so she'll be around. She'll probably shake a lot like that and make a lot of noise. So that happens. Uh, <laughs> it is what it is. It was a weird choice that you put the cone around her waist. You well, know? listen, she likes to have a skirt. I don't know. Right. <laughs> She looks good in it, though. She looks good. <laughs> it's polka dot and everything. Yeah. yeah. No, but, um, yeah, sometimes, you know, people people like to audibly gasp, I guess. That's that's their thing. But uh, yeah. I try to keep it in. I mean, I, I laughed, obviously. Uh, I, I gasp a little bit here and there. Um, but, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know why anybody has to be like, whoo, or anything, uh, or especially talk at all. So, um, but, yeah, so mine was pretty good. I'm glad yours was really good. And, uh yeah, so just maybe general thoughts about the the movie before spoilers. Um, did sure. you want to do that? Yeah, yeah, we can certainly do that. Um, I I like the movie a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard because uh, at the time of this recording, uh, and you know the the, the previous two weeks, mm-hmm. the directors of the movie had put out a, a statement saying, "Hey, you know, don't spoil this for anyone." Yeah, um, and we got into that on a previous episode, but. Um, I, I really want to be careful on doing that because there was a lot of, um, you can tell there was a lot of like thought and, uh, mm-hmm. uh, and care put into this and even on the marketing side, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't even want to say that because I don't want <laughs> <laughs> I just want people to go into this movie fresh, you know, like yeah. if, if you haven't seen this movie, uh, but you're, you're planning on seeing it, um, even if it's just waiting till it comes out on, on a home video, um, you know, just pause the podcast right here or before yeah. we get into spoilers and just wait because man, it's, no it's so worth it to just be like watching the movie and just letting all of this stuff kind of happen. Yeah. It's just, it's a, a great experience. Yeah, absolutely. I don't want to ruin anything either. And it's really hard to talk about because there's so much that happens 
there's so many characters involved, but it's like I can't mention anybody or anything at all. Like I'm like, well, I could talk about nope, can't talk about that. Uh, so yeah, definitely. Uh, all I really say is yeah, I liked it as well. Um, it's uh, I'm still it's it's so fresh that I'm still like working through my thoughts on it, and it's almost like I'm glad we're doing this. So glad we're doing this right away because we both like couldn't wait till Sunday to yeah. talk about it, and it just worked out. We were both off work, but um, but I'm almost like well, I even remember what happened because it was like such a. a I don't know, like it just—it's all in my brain, but I need to unpack it all, you know. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. But it was—it was really good. Uh, definitely recommend going to see it. I will see it multiple times in the theater. I haven't bought my tickets yet, but I'm sure I'll be mm-hmm. going back either this weekend or you know next week or something. So. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, really looking forward to seeing it again and, and kind of like now that I know what happens, being able to be like, all right, I can slow down a little bit and watch like who's where and whatever. So. Yeah. Yeah. Being able to, uh, like you said, unpack it and see yeah. how the different different character interactions um work kind of going forward throughout it because mm-hmm. it's all like new information as you're watching it right yeah so i i, I kind of want to see how it works um a second time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to see if the, the pacing stays up because it's a two and a half hour movie yeah but it's i don't know it doesn't really fly by i, I mean it, it kind of feels like a two and a half hour movie but in mm-hmm. a good way yeah yeah sense. like it's, it actually it's, feels uh, like it could be longer yeah to fit but it, it's like if you were eating like a uh a, a, an eight course meal, but like all, <laughs> all of the courses were just stellar, you know? Yeah. It's like, and this, like, this oh, is a lot of food, ugh. but it's all delicious. You know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's a good way to say it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I just want more at the end of that meal too. I'd be like, I'm stuffed, but I mean, if you will out a dessert plate, I'm not going to say no, you know, I still want <laughs> yeah. that. So yeah, bring it on. Is I'm eight courses the most you can have? Or is there like a nine course meal? Oh, I, I, I was trying know. to think of some large number of course <laughs> thing. Cause I've never had more than, Three, I guess, like a mm-hmm. an appetizer, the main entree, and then a dessert. Yeah, I don't and know. It's rare that I have all yeah. three of those things, you know. Well, you you know, you have your salad, you have mm-hmm. your uh, uh, croutons separate <laughs> afterwards. You get, so that's two. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you got your pre meal egg, right? <laughs> <laughs> and you have to hatch it too. That's, that's, that's such right. a weird thing. You don't even eat it. You just, they hand you an egg, you have to sit on it until it hatches. It's really weird. It's for the actually the end of the meal. It's weird, but they call yeah, it, 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 of course. It lets you build build up uh, an appetite for it, for That's sure. right. You let that chicken grow into a full adult, <laughs> <laughs> then you kill and eat it. And then you get another for, egg. Oh, it's just yeah. ridiculous. Oh, man. There's a lot to it, but listen, that's high society. It's the price we pay to live in the yeah. world we want to live in. I don't know. Hey, I bought these two monocles. You know, I'm going to wear them and eat the food that accompanies them. Oh, man. I bet you could rock two monocles. You could pull that I, off. I would like to. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know how expensive they would be, but, you know, I, I wonder if your eyes would hurt from, like, squinting it's got so to, often, right? you know? Yeah. But, I mean, it, I guess it just kind of wedges in your in your flesh. Yeah. So you're, like... Either way, though, like, you know, people already have, like, the glasses marks, like, on their the bridge of their nose or whatever yeah. from, gla- like, regular eyeglasses. And then, then you would, like, take that out and it would just be, like, red, like a red ring around <laughs> your eye. Like, that would re- look ridiculous, right? <laughs> yeah, you'd think so. But the cool thing with monocles is you could put sunglasses over them. <laughs> you got to, you'd have like a, a Golden Girls like gold string going behind oh, your neck man. connecting them, you know? Because you don't want to lose, you don't want to lose them. You can pop one out and just yeah. let it hang over your shoulder. Yeah, if you're like uh, tired or whatever. Yeah, in so one that. eye. You know how you get tired in one eye. <laughs> I'm always complaining about like this eye is so tired. You know, like this monocle wearing eye. Ugh. Well, I have I have astigmatism in my right eye, mm-hmm. so sometimes I'll take out my right contact and just oh. like put my glasses on crooked. Sure. You know. Because I still my my left eye feels fine with its contact lens in, so I just put the, that lens on the on my forehead and then. 
I think you should it down uh, over the bridge of my eyebrow. You should just let it go and just eye patch it uh, whenever you're feeling tired, just like Thor, you know, just like pop oh. one in. Yeah, I get a CGI mm-hmm. CGI patch. Hey. <laughs> and this has been Monocle Talk with Brent and Steven. <laughs> a reoccurring segment. <laughs> you expect it every time. That's just right. Like, <laughs> just like Fast and Furious Talk. How much could you possibly say about it? You'll find out in the coming weeks. <laughs> <laughs> look, at, look at the time left on this podcast. All of that is about monocles. Yeah. It's going to come up welcome. a lot. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right. Well, um, do you want to give a rating before we, hmm. before we get into spoilers? I almost don't just because I think <laughs> I need to like talk it out. Because like, you'll help me unpack it as we talk through it. Like, and usually like we would kind of text back and forth through this moment. Mm-hmm. And I would just like, or I would talk with whoever, if I saw it with Amanda or whoever. And like maybe like spend some time before we actually had it. But I think I need uh, to kind of break it down a little bit before I can even give it a rating. So garlic bread is what I heard. <laughs> well, for right now, I think you're true. That is true. So <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, cool. So uh, let's, let's jump into spoilers. spoilers. So spoiler alert. Don't get hurt. <laughs> All right, man. Batman. Fucking crazy. Wolverine. When he came in, never expected it. Although well, he I was did. dressed as Batman. That, that was, was so crazy. That was a shocker. <laughs> And played like Clint Eastwood. I just didn't, I know, like, I, we talked about it for a long time, but mm-hmm. I didn't expect it in, in the uh, Infinity War movie, you know? So, yeah, just ridiculous. He, I know. And, th- <laughs> like, earlier in the movie when he's dressed up as Colonel Sanders, I was like, what? How does this tie into the whole end of it? But, you know, you know what? I usually don't like product placement, but I kind of let it go. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of cool with it. And now I want to get the KFC. Yeah. That's how you defeat Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> you, you lure him into a giant tub of KFC. It's the secret spices. Something in there. We don't know what it is. <laughs> something in there. Lowers his, uh, his abilities, man. You got to weaken him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's so distracted using the <laughs> Infinity Gauntlet to discern the different spices. <laughs> they could have done a cross-promotional thing right there. I think we're, uh, we're building this case right now. So, mm-hmm. yeah. This is, a, this is some fantastic fan fiction. For sure. <laughs> Everybody's clamoring for it. <laughs> All right. So since we're talking about spoilers, um, let's, uh, geez, I, I don't even know where to begin on this. Honestly, I, yeah. um, there's just so much. Um, I, I think the thing I'll start out with is just seeing all of the different characters from these different franchises interact mm-hmm. was insane. And I loved every second of it. Yeah. Um, I, obviously we've seen the, the Avengers characters interact before. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, they've introduced other characters since. Like, uh, we haven't seen anyone from Earth really interact with the Guardians mm-hmm. before. Um, and Doctor Strange has really yeah. only interacted with Thor. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, Spider-Man, he got to, to interact with uh, some more characters this time as well. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. It's just a lot going on. Um, and, uh, yeah, just... <laughs> Just the, the different it's, interactions, it's man. I, 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 don't, I don't even know where to begin on it. Um, there's so many characters and there's so many plot points and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. What I will say is I, I think they did a, a really good job, though, of like separating it out and kind of like keeping you in the loop. Uh, it's like you'd go for one storyline with some characters for a little bit mm-hmm. and then you flash back to another one. And it's like, oh, yeah, I didn't I didn't even forget about that. I was just like so invested in the storyline. But, yeah, let's throw it back to Tony or whatever. Let's do it. Yeah. And that yeah. was, they did a really good job of, of making it still, like, cohesive. It was almost like a bunch of different short films 
like smushed mm-hmm. together. Um, and then sometimes they would like, you know, bring those uh, stories together and everything. And, and it, but it worked really well. I thought they did a good job of that. Yeah, I did too. I thought the, uh, the, the different stories kind of worked independently of one another, mm-hmm. but then when they would jump back and forth, it, it wasn't jarring really. Yeah. Um, there's enough through lines to where those things would connect. And like you were saying, I, I would be invested in this one thing, but then they were like, Hey, here's this other thing you forgot <laughs> yeah. about. That's also really good. And you're like, okay. Okay. <laughs> Shiny new toy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But it, it, but it worked. It wasn't like, I was like, Oh, but what happened with that other thing? It was like, I know we'll get back to it. Let's go. Like, it's just cool. Mm-hmm. I'm just down for the ride. So um, but yeah, this movie is big. Uh, I was thinking about this, uh, before we got on the, the podcast. Tom Hanks movie. <laughs> when Tom Hanks showed up, America's sweetheart, you know, didn't expect it as Thanos. Thanos, Thanos is missing the gauntlet at this point. Tom, Tom Hanks says, Hey, don't worry, pal. I've got this giant piano. We can play on the floor with our feet. It was the musical number in the middle of the movie. You know, you'd mm-hmm. think it would like just stall the whole story, but really it was necessary. It ties back into the first Guardians movie where they mm-hmm. have the dance-off. There uh, you go. Peter Quill gets in there. There are three characters on a giant keyboard, and it works. Yep, it They works, said it guys. couldn't happen. It works. <laughs> they said two is the maximum for a giant floor piano. No. We need three. Oh, it's man. 2018. <laughs> yeah. We can do it. We've got Disney money. <laughs> guys, what if we just add another octave onto this? Get the fuck out of here, Tom. <laughs> You know, what I like, too, is it was a practical set. It wasn't a CGI piano that they really, mm-hmm. like, went for it. Just like, in oh, big, yeah. you know, they, they could have done that these days, but I'm glad that they, uh, they kept it real. Oh, yeah. It helped out sure. the, the realism. But, yeah, just unexpected, but I loved it. So, um, <laughs> but holy shit, man, yeah. There's, like, so much. Um, I'm trying to, like, wrap my head around even, like, one thing. And I'd be like, well, this thing. Yeah. Uh, but there's just a lot going on. Uh, yeah. There's a decent amount of this movie that takes place in space, mm-hmm. but it also feels very grounded, even though mm-hmm. they visit multiple planets. Yeah. And um, I, I don't even know how they made that work. <laughs> like the mechanics <laughs> of the story, like Marcus and McFeely, who, uh, mm-hmm. who wrote the other Captain America movies, um, boy, they did a great job on this. Yeah. Like that, that's a lot of characters to juggle, a lot of interwoven storylines. Um, I man, I'm so thankful that I have seen all of the, the previous movies. <laughs> Seriously. Man, I, I, I really didn't expect for there to be this much connective tissue mm-hmm. on it. Um, in that it seems like, um, well, let's take Gamora, for example. Like, she's one of the, the Guardians of the Galaxy, and this, this movie is, it has the word Avengers in the title. So mm-hmm. uh, I really wasn't expecting to get as much of the Guardians in this movie as we yeah. did, but... Sure enough, uh, there they were, and Gamora was front and center, which is great. Mm-hmm. I, I I love that character, and um, boy, <laughs> some shit goes south for her <laughs> in, this movie, in a big way. I didn't but, expect uh, that. Yeah, I really didn't. Yeah. Um, uh, I, we'll get into it more and everything, but the, the the deaths that do happen in this movie um, weren't the ones I was really expecting. I really thought it was going to be like bigger characters, honestly, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, but hers was her sad and it hit me, man. <laughs> I was like, yeah. why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was tough. Um, well, uh, kind of jumping back to some of the, the character interactions. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like seeing, um, well, when we talked about Dr. Strange, uh, you mm-hmm. had mentioned that you, you weren't really into that movie. Yeah. Um, and thought his character was kind of redundant, uh, with, with Tony Stark, maybe, mm-hmm. um, well, we get to see them face off in this movie. Yeah. 
And I loved it because it was, it was just like two two arrogant dudes. Yeah. <laughs> One focuses on technology, the other on magic, and they're just going back and forth the whole time. And uh, man, um, just the way that they use Doctor Strange and his yes. magic in this movie, mm-hmm. uh, I thought it was a lot more fleshed out yeah. than his movie, uh, which makes sense. I mean, his his movie was a primarily an origin story, mm. and in this one, it's like okay, so you know the drill with this guy. <laughs> he's got crazy hands and magic powers yeah. <laughs> and a green eye around his neck. So let's move on. Yeah. Um, and, but yeah, uh, their interaction was great. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and KP. <laughs> KP <laughs> magic Ape. Is that his official name? I, I just named him. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, yeah, I liked the, uh, there was a line whenever he and Tony were sparring and he was like, uh, well, I've been spending my time keeping your reality safe or something like that, douchebag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, yes! It was so perfect. Like, yeah, the two arrogant assholes going head yeah. to toe, or uh, toe to yeah. toe, was, it was great. Um, yeah. uh, so yeah, I liked that a lot. I thought he, it was exactly what I wanted from him when I when we had talked about that uh, movie, and I was like not that into his movie, but I was like, I, I'm hoping that he'll be good in Infinity War, and he really was. Mm-hmm. I thought they, like you just said, it, he they used his powers really well, like uh, especially whenever they're all attacking Thanos, and Spider-Man keeps going in and out of all those yeah. portals and stuff. Um and not in that note, I'll just kind of mention in general, they, they used people's powers extremely well. It's been really fun yeah. to watch the evolution throughout the series of how these people, like, work together. Like, in the first Avengers, like, they don't know each other well enough to know how to, like, work it out. And then you get into Age of Ultron and, like, um, especially that opening battle or whatever where they're, like, utilizing each other's skills and, like, throwing each other around mm-hmm. and stuff. And um, it's been cool to see that progression. And now it's, like, so, like, fluid. Even, even though, like, with new people they can kind of just work together really quick and uh and it's like really really like fascinating to watch and like that's what i want to see again because it's like so much is going on that it's almost like too fast but uh but i love too furious <laughs> and there you go <laughs> <laughs> as promised uh, but yeah like his 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 powers uh utilizing those uh with like spider-man and the rest of them everything was was really cool and and this time i was like all right i like dr strange like this is good so i thought he fit yeah. really well with them yeah that was cool yeah, I, uh, even though they had a ton of characters in this movie, I think everybody had a chance to shine uh, mm-hmm. for the most part. Um, probably least uh, of which would be would be Groot. Um, mm-hmm. He's just there for like some gags here and there, but he he does come in handy towards the end uh, when yeah. when uh, they're forging Stormbreaker, Thor's new mm-hmm. hammer axe. Thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just fucking awesome. Oh, I wondered but, about uh, that. Is is that a comic book thing or is that a movie? You know, thing? I was talking to. Uh, uh, to Ross about it, and we're trying to figure it out. I, I think it's kind of um, a combination of a, a few different things from the comics, mm-hmm. um, but the, the name Stormbreaker does come from the comics. There's okay. a character called Beta Ray Bill that we've talked about before. Yeah. He's the horse Thor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, his, uh, his hammer is called Stormbreaker. Okay. But, um, but it's, it's just a hammer. Uh, yeah. Well, it has kind of the, it's like a, a smaller version of what we see in this movie. So, like, mm-hmm. one side of it is uh, bladed, and then the other side is the, the, the hammer. Okay hammer tip um but uh but yeah man holy shit the thor and rocket in this movie that's that's really all i needed it was so good i didn't expect it uh whenever they're on the ship and rocket's like well as the captain uh that was hilarious but then uh i didn't like thor like took to him uh rabbit uh (laughs) i I didn't expect that it was great I love that his species just gets mixed up so often. Um, he got called raccoon once, I, I guess, in the first Guardians, but then Trash Panda, and then uh, uh-huh. now Thor calls him a rabbit. <laughs> yeah. just, just cracks me up. 
<laughs> I know it really got me. It was so funny, but uh, I didn't expect like um, the pairings that they did and how like who got with whom and and how was really mm-hmm. interesting. Like um, and from the trailers, I I didn't know I didn't think about um, that Tony would necessarily stay on that uh, the donut ship going into space mm-hmm. or specifically specifically that Spider Man would. I thought they were like gonna fight kind of on the ground and like he might show up later or whatever. I just didn't expect that, but how they kind of get with, with like, it's like they're tracking Dr. Strange. And then, um, so they're all together and then they meet the guardians too. But it's like, we knew the guardians were going to meet Thor, but then Thor like takes off like right away. I didn't expect that. So, um, it kind of played with what I thought from the marketing, like you were saying in the spoiler free section, you know? So Mm -hmm. it's kind of interesting. Yeah. I, I, you know, most of the time in the, in a movie trailer and especially the Avengers trailers, um, like Age of Ultron, for example, mm-hmm. like after we got, I think, a second full trailer on that movie, I could kind of piece together how the story would, would mm-hmm. fit together, like what, what a rough timeline of that story would be. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't do that with this movie because yeah. things happen in a different order. Like uh, I think in the first trailer, we have that shot of Tony Stark. Um, like the background is orange. It's a close-up shot. And it's like him like holding his, his hand like up mm-hmm. to his face um, and kind of the, that battle with Thanos mm-hmm. and uh, I I don't know why I just assumed that would happen like it, towards the maybe the beginning or the the middle part of the mm-hmm. movie uh, and I, I assumed it was going to take place on earth for some reason yeah but uh but yeah I was I was way off that was at the end and I totally forgot about that shot you know by the time mm-hmm. it, it got to it yeah uh, and th- that was another thing is there are shots in the the trailer that aren't in in the movie um mm-hmm. which is I'm totally fine with that like yeah the, like the shot of um uh, Black Panther and Steve and Black Widow and the Hulk and yeah. uh, oh, uh, yeah, Okoye like rushing rushing the camera, boy that didn't happen. Huh. Uh, a, a very different version of yeah. it <laughs> took place uh, uh, in that in the theatrical version. Everybody gets smoked almost right yeah. away by Thanos. <laughs> so um, yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Um, yeah, on the note of the, I, we're jumping around here, but I, there's no other way to do it. There's too much. There's I too mean, many call us House of Pain, Stephen. <laughs> that one really got me. Uh, but Hulk uh, and Bruce Banner, that was uh, wonderful in this one. How he like mm-hmm. wouldn't come out, um, and the effects of it were so cool. How it like come up his neck, and he was like kept trying and stuff, and he was like, "No, what do you mean, no?" That was great. I didn't expect that at all. Again, because the trailer is like you think he's obviously there, um, yeah, and you think that he would be there. But that was that was really cool. How instead he was just in the Hulkbuster suit um, instead. That was a, mm-hmm. a cool change of pace. Like uh, yeah, it, it was a really good change of pace, especially for uh, Mark Ruffalo in particular. Yeah, because I was just watching uh, or rewatching Thor Ragnarok earlier today before I went to go see Infinity War, and you know a good chunk of that movie is Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk, like mm-hmm. as a CGI character. Yeah, um, and then this movie is totally the other way. Like it's, it's yeah really just him he doesn't turn into the hulk at all um there's a few cgi effects as he's like trying to turn mm-hmm. into the hulk uh and uh tony accuses him of embarrassing him in front of the yeah. wizards <laughs> that was great <laughs> definitely a funny movie yeah oh man so good yeah With so many good lines um and man in in, in that uh I guess not really a, an opening scene but uh, the, the scene towards the in, uh, beginning of the movie where um the uh two characters from the black order. Um, mm. I think Ebony Maw and, uh, uh, the, the big guy called obsidian. Yeah. I think his name is, okay. um, they, they come to New York and then, um, uh, Dr. Strange, Wong, uh, Tony, and then banner confront them. Um, 
boy, that, that whole scene where, where Tony has like his nano armor that comes on him and mm-hmm. they're fighting, like all the characters are fighting and then Spider-Man eventually swings in there. I was like, holy shit, this is, this is a Marvel comic come to life. Like yeah, all of these nice. characters like <clears throat> weave in and out of each other's stories and it's just like a major, a major thing. Yeah. And, uh, is, is pretty fucking, fucking epic. Um, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. I, I right before this, I saw a tweet from Kevin Smith uh, about it and he said, this is like pure like comic to screen, um, and he, mm-hmm. he said it was like a I don't know what he, what what this is exactly, but like a like a giant issue that they release like once a year or whatever. Um, like yeah, a, like an, an, an event series. Yeah. Oh yeah, an annual. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he that. was like, it's like that, just like come to screen. Like there's just like so many characters and so much going on, but it, they did such a good job of of making it work and everything like that, um, and making all the action just like epic and cool. And um, Tony's suit, holy fucking shit, it was awesome in this movie. Uh, I love <laughs> yeah. the nano thing. I was excited about that after Black Panther, <clears throat> and you uh, you can kind of tell. I don't know if they really hinted at that in the trailers or not, or if we if we knew that or whatever. But that he would just kind of wore it all the time now. That it would just like come out, and uh, mm-hmm. but it was really neat to see how it would form different weapons. Like he had a sword at one point, and, like a shield, mm-hmm. and like his Thanos like rips his face mask off, and he just grows another one. Like <laughs> it seemed like a, another evolution for his suit that was like really perfect and in tone with like the rest of the cinematic universe and everything like that. It makes sense now. So, uh, but yeah, that was, that was super cool. Um, Spider-Man in that scene, I loved, uh, where he was like, uh, Ned, Ned, create a distraction. Oh my God, we're all going to die. That was, <laughs> I believe his exact quote is, holy shit, we're all going to die. Yeah. Oh, awesome, <laughs> but, awesome. He, but he says it with a smile on his face and everybody <laughs> yeah. rushes towards the back. Um, yeah, man, it was, and then, uh, we see Stan Lee's cameo as the bus driver. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's an alien ship. What are you guys all freaking out about or whatever? Yeah. You haven't (laughs) seen an alien ship before? That was great. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That was a good one for him to be in because I don't know where else they'd put him because a lot of this, like you said, takes place in space and not really on earth. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had to get in the beginning like that. Um, yeah. Sometimes I think it's best to uh, just get the Stan Lee cameo out of the way. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Because boy, this 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 story was all over the place. Yeah. But uh, but in a, in a very good way. Yeah, in a great way. Um, um, yeah. Let's see. Uh, let's see, uh, we see Nebula in this movie, mm-hmm. and um, I didn't uh, just because of, of the way it's shot. When we first see her, uh, we just see her like straight on. It just looks like she's like kind of oh, floating yeah. in a stasis field. But as the camera like pans to the side, we see that she's like, um, what would you say, like a disconnected or whatever um, yeah like taken apart <laughs> yeah it was really creepy <laughs> yeah because <laughs> she's still alive and like moving a yeah. little bit uh, but yeah just like slightly taken apart it was like um i'm trying to think it's like an illustration like in a book where it's like exploded view or yeah whatever yeah, you know nice. yeah where mm-hmm. like parts of her face were like hanging like it's like a few inches from each other and everything it was really creepy yeah huh. yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> um one thing I, I really liked about this, or one more thing I really liked about this, is that we got to see so many like side characters from mm-hmm. everyone's stories. Like we see Pepper Potts, we see yep. uh, Wong. Uh, he's in on some of the action, but uh, he he takes off yeah. uh, soon after. Um, there's some uh, I guess classmates of, of Peter Parker's on on the bus uh, mm. besides Ned. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean it was just cool that they it just kind of helps flesh out the the story a little yeah. bit more or, the, or that universe. Like hey, all of these other characters exist. Mm-hmm. So don't forget about them, you know? They're part of it as well. Yeah, once I saw Pepper, I was really wondering for a second. I was like, is Natalie Portman going to show up in this movie briefly? That'd be weird. Out of nowhere. <laughs> like, they bring in everybody. Because we haven't seen Pepper in a while, so. Hey, speaking of uh, bringing in everybody, 
when they go to get the soul stone, mm-hmm. we see a cloaked figure come down. Oh my God. Yes. That was amazing. Now, again, if you're listening to this, if you're a bad person and listening to this without <laughs> seeing the movie, I'm going to give you one more opportunity <laughs> to, to go pause the, pause the podcast right now, go see the movie and then come back and listen to it. Cause I don't want to spoil this next part for you. So three, two, one spoiler. It was the red skull. Oh man. And I couldn't, couldn't believe it. Yeah. Um, I, I looked it up uh, just before we we uh, started recording, and it's a different actor. It's not Hugo Weaving this time, mm-hmm. but I couldn't tell. <laughs> I, no I couldn't clue. tell at all. That's, yeah, no. Oh, what's really interesting about that is whenever you hear his voice at first and you just see like a cloaked figure, and in my head, though, I was like, oh, Hugo Weaving, cool. Uh, I wonder who he's going to play in this movie. And like totally disconnected the fact that he was Red Skull. And when they showed him, I was like, oh, Steven, come on. You know that. Like, (laughs) it's just like I forgot all about it. Um, I had heard a rumor, at least that I think we might have talked about that at one point, that um, he might still be alive. Like he just gets like sent out from Earth, but we don't know what happens to him really. And uh, I was hoping for a while now that he would show back up. Uh, But I did not expect him to show up there. He kind of just was like the guardian of that stone, basically. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I was very surprised, too, to see him at all, um, yeah. just because I'd heard that Hugo Weaving didn't want to reprise that role, which evidently is true, yeah. because it was <laughs> played go. by uh, Ross Marquand, uh-huh. um, who's a, an, an actor from um, a few seasons into uh, Walking Dead. Mm. Um, he shows up and plays a character called Aaron. Okay. But um, he did a great job. Yeah. Uh, I, I had, I had no idea that it was even a yeah. <laughs> different person. Um, <laughs> Good job, man. Yeah, for real. Um, so... Yeah, I thought that was that was cool. Yeah. Um, I'm he, he didn't really stick around uh, very yeah. long beyond that, but uh, didn't really need to. Just uh, kind of did his thing and and uh, served the story purpose, and then then moved on. Yeah, I mean, if they're gonna have somebody be in that role to tell Thanos like what he needs to do for the stone, like might as well be someone we know. And that was a cool way to introduce someone that we haven't seen in mm-hmm. a long time. Yeah, I thought that was really neat. That was another thing on the Soul Stone is I I expected it to be uh, or that stone. Uh, since that's the only one we haven't seen, I, I expected it to be with someone that uh, we had met previously mm. um, on Earth for, mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Uh, but that wasn't the case. It was on a totally unheard of planet that we've never been to before. Yeah. Um, and really the only connection is that it was guarded by the Red Skull. So mm-hmm. um, I thought that was a cool little thing. It's like, here's something new plus something <clears throat> surprisingly old. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so well, walking speaking, around in a cloak. Speaking of... Uh, a stones being on places that we already knew or uh, with people we knew. Um, I had fully expected we would see Xandar uh, in this movie, and yeah. I was kind of disappointed that we didn't. Because, uh, listen, man, I, I, I need to know what happened to John C. Riley and his family. I feel for them. I feel like mm-hmm. I'm their family now. You know, uh, So, yeah, I kind of wanted to see that. Are you going to pledge $8 a day to adopt a, <laughs> a displaced Kree family? <laughs> yeah but uh but Xandar is so beautiful and cool and um i don't remember i don't think it was you i think it was my buddy uh daniel at work who was he likes to watch the trailers and kind of dissect like where things are gonna be and like how they're like trying to misdirect or whatever and he's he has really good ideas with like some of the star wars movies and some of these and some of them come true that he's thought about but um uh i think it was him that had had said he thought it would start the movie would start on Xandar and just, like, go right at it, and they would just get that stone, and we'd basically just see, like, it'd be, like, a quick scene where he just, like, goes and grabs it, and that's it. Um, mm-hmm. But it was kind of just, like, an afterthought. They were just like, oh, yeah, well, we were just on Xandar, and then everybody's kind of reacted to it, but that's, and it just blips by, you know? 
Yeah, I was I was kind of surprised when he had that that first uh, I guess like purple stone mm-hmm. like in that first scene. I was like, wait, what was that one? Where was that? How, yeah, where, right. How did, yeah, uh, where did this come from? Did I miss something? And uh, yeah, it was just like a throw throwaway line, kind mm-hmm. of like in the first Avengers where Thor was completely blocked out of coming to Earth, and then Loki was like, I I guess Father had to use a lot of power to get you here. And yeah. then Thor just looks at the camera. He's like, he winks. And he's like, I guess so, guys. <laughs> I guess he really just didn't go do that, but it. you know, yeah, 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 it's one of those things where you're just like, okay, it is. Yeah, oh, and we, I don't we know. We have that information to move on. Yeah, I don't know that that. I mean, like the movie is so big, and even though I wanted more and I could watch more or whatever, like it's so mm-hmm. big that it's uh, if it wasn't like a very very quick scene, like it would have been maybe a little too much. But um, since we'd already known that it was there, it just seemed kind of weird that they just kind of bypassed that. So mm-hmm. uh, that's definitely one that I I kind of missed on the movie. But uh, otherwise, I think you know everything worked out really well. Um, yeah, without what they showed and everything. So. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I wanted to see but uh, I didn't get to was Rocket Raccoon standing next to the Hulk. Uh, I just oh. two two great <laughs> CGI characters. Uh, yeah. I just wanted them to to work together. Uh, we didn't get that, but I'm not really disappointed because I do like what they're doing with Bruce Banner and the Hulk, mm-hmm. and I like that he got to wear the Hulk Buster armor. Yeah. Um, but we did get to see. <laughs> Rocket and Winter Soldier team up. That was great. Uh, when Winter Soldier picked him up and flipped, that was spun awesome. him around, and they were just like <laughs> taking out a bunch of like alien characters. Um, and then uh, Rocket asks how much for the gun, and he and uh, Bucky says not for sale. And then uh, Rocket says how much for the arm. Yeah. <laughs> Bucky says, All right, I guess he just, he just like walks says, away. The, yeah, walks away. And then Rocket uh, says, I'm gonna get that arm. <laughs> I'm gonna get that arm. That was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I love when he picked him up. And just started like spinning around. I was like, "Oh, this is great." This that's yeah. the kind of stuff that's like fun that they threw in, and how people might work together. Like that one doesn't yeah. really. That's not like, uh, you know, Doctor Strange like using his powers, and Spider Man is using his like swinging ability to go through all the mm-hmm. stuff. It was just like, no, he literally just like, picked him up and spun him in a circle. But it worked so well, <laughs> and it was hilarious to watch them together. So, well, we know from seeing the other movies, Winter Soldier and Civil War, uh, Bucky does have a proficiency with picking up small woodland creatures and spinning them around. <laughs> To defend himself. Well, in Rocket, he's been picked up, or at least like on root shoulders and stuff. Like he likes to kind of, you know, team up with other people and, and do his thing mm-hmm. and just shoot everybody up. So it worked. Yep. Yeah, on all fronts, man. Yeah, yeah totally, totally. Um, let me ask you this because uh, I was asking uh, Ross about it as well. Um, what did you think about, or what do you think about uh, Vision and Wanda's relationship in these movies? Um, I I like it. Um, I. Um, Sometimes I feel like it's another thing that we haven't really, like, developed. It's just kind of there. Like, we've just... Mm-hmm. We haven't really put in all that effort. Um, I'm trying to think of even... I guess it was... Uh, was it a Civil War that we first see them when he's, like, protecting her in the house and everything and, like, won't let her leave? That's kind of, like, when they first, like, get things going, I guess. Um, or was it before that? Yeah, well, they... It wasn't really in Ultron. Both of those characters were first introduced in, in Ultron. Yeah. And there's a part towards the end of that movie where Vision swoops down to to save her mm-hmm. and he like flies off with her and as he's like picking her up they like kind of share a glance but it was mm-hmm. kind of just like a, a hint of that mm-hmm. and then yeah it really picks up in, in Civil War where okay. they feel a little bit uh, I guess more comfortable with each other because mm-hmm. he's just straight walking into her her room phasing oh, yeah, the that's wall right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. but I'm, I'm cool with it um, I had heard a while ago um, that Taika Waititi wants to do a rom-com with them and I was like, I would totally watch that. Uh, I'd watch anything he would put together, yeah. <laughs> right? So, yeah. so, yeah, I'm cool with that. Um, and I really like Paul Bettany. 
Um, I'm actually not that excited about Scarlet Witch as a character, though. That's that's what really would be. I, I'm more excited about Vision as a character than I am her. Um, although I did think that their fight scene and how they work together was really interesting because Vision is so fucking powerful, and those guys get him so quickly, and she has to save them. And I thought it was cool when they were like flying around, whenever she would use her powers to fly and um, all that stuff a little bit more. But whenever mm-hmm. she would start to fall, she would use her powers to stop herself from hitting the ground. And mm-hmm. they were really subtle and fast, but it was like, oh, that's cool. Like, another thing that they would just, like, kind of, like, learn how to do, um, the more fights that they have, that she's like, I could just protect, uh, protect myself, and it worked. Yeah. So I did like that, but uh, she grew on me a little bit more in this movie. But um, uh, ever since she was introduced, I've been like, like you know, whatever. Um, not, mm-hmm. not too big on her character. So, well, why'd you bring it up? Are you, do you not like them, or do you like them? Well, no, no. Okay, so I, I like them in these movies a lot. Um, and yeah. part of the, the comics... Uh, history with these characters and that that they do fall in love like he's okay. a cool. um, an android like he's a kind of a, a mix of mm-hmm. of things like he's not just a robot that she falls into she's not like fucking a toaster you know <laughs> <laughs> that would it's more sophisticated than that you know <laughs> yeah um, but it's uh, like in the comics it's just kind of like I don't know there's just so much like weird history there it's it just seems very comic booky. So mm-hmm. when those characters mm-hmm. were introduced in Age of Ultron, I was like, well, I'm, they're never going to get into this. And then they had that little glance. I was like, okay, so we'll just get like a hint of it. Yeah. And then by the time we're in this movie, they fucking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, no, I, I like them as a couple a cool. lot. Um, I, I'm, I love uh, Scarlet Witch in those oh, okay. movies, um, especially starting with Civil War uh, and moving forward. Um, I, I don't know. There's... They're, those two characters, they're like, um, they're so like intertwined mm-hmm. into each other. They both have, um, I, I guess, powers and abilities. And with Vision, his essentially his life uh, intertwined with the um, Infinity Stones mm-hmm. or whatever, you know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's just uh, it's just super compelling to me for some reason. Yeah, I don't know why. Um, yeah, that's cool. And then, like, towards the end of the movie where kind of, like, Peter is asked to take out Gamora, uh, Vision asks Wanda to take out the, the gem in mm-hmm. his head to to uh, uh, destroy it. And she does, but it doesn't matter, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that was, that was kind of my thing. Like, by that time, Thanos had the time gem. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, maybe he can just fix this. And then, sure enough, he does. Yeah, I was wondering so, if you I saw mean, it coming. That's, yeah. But like you know, it's it makes sense. Like if he didn't do that, I, I would be like, well, what the fuck? Why, do, why doesn't he just rewind time right yeah. there and, <laughs> and, and, and take it for himself? And he does. I was kind of, um, uh, I, w- I was kind of thinking that he wasn't going to end up getting all six of the gems or the the. I was wondering. Those, yeah. But uh, he gets them. Yeah. He, he gets all six of them, and uh, boy, shit goes south. Real quick. After that. <laughs> I, know, I was wondering with that too. Um, I, I just was in the movie. I didn't think about that. He obviously he had just gotten the time stone and he could just rewind that moment and get it, whatever. But uh, mm-hmm. once she actually destroyed it, I was like, well, what happens now? Like he still has all those stones. He's still really powerful. He's just not like uber powerful, I guess. So, um, so it made a lot more sense, obviously story wise that he would get it and then, uh, be so fucking powerful. But, um, I, I wasn't sold on the storyline though of, then trying to get the stone out of Vision's head, I was like, the second it started, I was like, clearly you guys aren't going to get this out of his head, and clearly he's going to die, like 100%. Like, I, I had no 
questions about it. So I was like, I guess you have to do that for the plot, but I was like, I'd rather you just like be like, it's not possible. Let's have we have to kill him, and that could have like a different thing. And it could have even been longer that it's like she just like couldn't do it, and he was trying to convince her, and it was like more of like a touching moment that they were like in you know in the building in Wakanda and trying. He was like trying to convince her more or longer, or whatever. But um, I just didn't buy that it was actually gonna work at any moment. Um, but it was cool. Like I love uh, is it Shuri? Is that her name? Yeah. yeah. Um, she was awesome again. Um, I had I would hoped that she'd be able to talk to Tony. But I like that she got to talk to uh, Banner instead. Yeah, and she's like busting his chops. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, we, we didn't, we we didn't, we didn't think of that. Uh, <laughs> that was great, and it was cool to see like how she's just so fucking smart. And she was like, well, there's like three trillion different connections here, so I got to make sure to do them all. Um, yeah. So I liked her, and I was glad that she got involved with it. But um, she wasn't even in it as much as I expected, I guess, really. Mm-hmm. So uh, I thought that was kind of a it was a plot line that was like it needed to be there, I guess, but I wasn't really that sold on it. Yeah, I, I did like seeing her in there, but yeah, by the yeah. time they get to her in this movie, by the time they even get to Wakanda, mm-hmm. um, and the first time we see uh, Okoye and uh, T'Challa, mm-hmm. it's like we're well into like the middle of this movie, it yeah. feels like, maybe. Oh, even further, yeah. Yeah, so um, yeah, at a certain point, they've only got enough time to like, it's almost like uh, fight cameos for some of these yeah, characters, exactly. you know? Yeah, um, Like Black Panther especially. Like I, I'm, I'm really surprised he didn't have um, more to do in this movie, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I feel that that exact same way about uh, Steve Rogers. Like, okay. I, I don't think Chris Evans had like a ton of dialogue in this movie. Yeah, because there were just so many characters that you have to like split time with and everything. But yeah, um, it feels like it was front loaded more with like Tony and uh, his crew. So like Doctor Strange yeah. and Spider Man um, and the Guardians. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, and the Guardians and Thor and stuff, it was, like, really more with them. So it, it'd be mm-hmm. intriguing to see what the second half of the story, and that's that's one thing for sure I'd heard about, is, like, this is, like, one half of a story. Um, mm-hmm. That's the only kind of spoiler I think I would give anybody, because, like, my dad hates when movies just, like, end. Like, I think the first Lord of the Rings we saw, he was just like, oh, come on! Because they're just, like, still walking, you know? And, like, uh, but I was like, that's how it's supposed to be. Um, that's the only thing I would really tell anybody, is that it's like, hey, just know it doesn't really, like like nothing really finishes here it's all kind of like left open but um but yeah it's uh i wonder if like captain america and that crew will maybe be more involved in the second one i had Mm -hmm. gone into this fully expecting either cap or tony to die and tony got close you know we thought i thought that was gonna be it Um, that was that audible like okay uh, undiscerning aged woman's uh gasp uh-huh. Or that yell was <laughs> yeah. in the movie when when Tony got stabbed. Yeah. Um. And I I honestly expected him to to die right there mm-hmm. as well, but uh, he he didn't. He he stuck around. Yeah. Well, and it was interesting because at first I was like, uh, you know, he, uh, Doctor Strange gets up the stone right after that, and I was like, what the fuck is he doing? And then he's like, Tony, this is like the only way it can work. And I was like, oh yeah, he looked at all those things and like this is all part of the plan still. Like he knew this was all gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Um that they were all going to, like, nearly die right there or whatever, and then he would give them the stone and all this bullshit. So it's really intriguing to see, like, where they're going to go with that. Um, but, yeah, it's it's it was... I expected more. I expected Tony to really have to, to die for that um, and that there would be some other thing with the, the time stone that would come into play. I don't know. Um, yeah. I didn't expect the doctor just to kind of, like, conjure it, you know, and give it to him, so... Yeah. Um, real quick, I want to jump back to the vision for a second. Yeah. Um, so on... Um, I, I appreciate hearing your perspective on it because I was mm-hmm. seeing it from a totally different one, which yeah. is as somebody who's read the comics growing up, um, there's a storyline where the Vision, he has um, 
he he doesn't really have an infinity gem uh, gem in his um in his head in the mm-hmm. comics. Oh, okay, it's it's just like uh, kind of a long a long story. But eventually, <laughs> he has like part of his his AI comes out like he loses his emotions and everything, mm-hmm. and he just becomes solid white in color. Hmm. So like bright white, and that's what I was expecting. Is like he loses that gem out of his head in the movie, uh. becomes solid white, and then that fractures his relationship with Wanda. Mm-hmm. Your dog agrees. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so that's that's what I was thinking. Okay. Like I I expected him to stick around for a while. So when at the the end he he finally bites it mm-hmm. um, by having that gem plucked out of his head by Thanos, I was uh, I was surprised there. I guess yeah, I would say too. I I could have, um, I could have seen that the story would have gone that way where they would have been able to actually remove it, and mm-hmm. he might have stuck around, it might have changed, and that would have been really cool because that's not something I knew about. But it would have been neat uh, to hear about it from you that like, oh, that's mm-hmm. why he turned white or whatever. Um, but yeah, going into it, I was just like, well, I don't think this is gonna work at all. I just don't think she's yeah. gonna be able to get it out, and so he's gonna have to die or whatever. But um, mm-hmm. uh, speaking of not like white, but whenever uh, Thanos rewinds time and does take it out of his head, when he just like changes color, like it all, it's, it was really cool because it, it was subtle almost how his suit is like glowing a little bit at all mm-hmm. times. And then whenever he, his like, it was like his legs and they went still, but his suit also just like changed colors and like stopped glowing. Yeah. The, the color washed oh, out of it. Yeah. yeah. And it was, yeah. and then when he like threw him on the ground and you see like his head and it's like ripped open where that thing was, it was like, that was almost like more powerful to me than some of the other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like such a stark difference in him. And it was like, there's just no life there anymore. And he's almost yeah. like pure life, pure AI, you know, than, mm-hmm. than almost like a human, um, so it's like really like that's he's just gone like that's just it so that was kind of intriguing. Well, yeah, another thing that uh, was was kind of cool looking from a visual effects perspective is when uh, the Guardians go to confront Thanos in nowhere mm-hmm. and uh, Thanos like turns Drac into like these weird like blocks or oh, whatever yeah. and then Mantis into like a a flesh slinky. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which sounds super sexy, it's but so I assure awesome. you it does not. <laughs> Um, I, I thought that, that was really cool, really, really imaginative. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit, are they just like this for the rest of the movie? But then as soon as he <laughs> he gets out of there, they, they get back to normal. They, like, pull themselves together or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, boy, that was, uh, that was crazy looking, man. That was crazy looking. Um, uh, I did like the way that um, they did the effects and not the effects, I guess, but, like, how he used his powers when he had the different stones. Mm-hmm. And it was really cool that they would, like, glow on his hand and then you yeah. know kind of what he was using. But he... I didn't know, I guess, really what, what it would all mean, like, once you had them all, um, that he would just, like, be able to, like, choose which one he's using and that they could, like, kind of coincide, like, anybody else's powers. But he could just do it all himself instead of, like, Spider-Man and Doctor Strange working together. It's, like, he would just open a portal here and then change reality here or whatever. And it was really, like, fascinating to watch. That's another one that I'm excited to, like, be able to slow down in my mind when I see it the second time and, like, know what's going on and be like, all right, he's, like doing this stuff here and doing that here and, and whatever and using all those stones to their abilities, um, which is really, like, fucking daunting to think about a villain that can do such drastic things to the world uh, around you, like your own perception, and, like, you could just turn into blocks at any given moment. Like, you mm-hmm. can do whatever he wants. Like, it's it, they really, like, did strike that uh, fear, you know, into it and that dread or whatever that, that it's just, like, so fucking powerful. It's crazy. So that was really cool. Yeah. Um... And I've got some experience with Thanos uh, on a daily basis. He works on my yard. Uh, we took him pretty well. You know, 
He's pretty quick about it. He has a gauntlet that, that does good. the whole thing, really. Yeah, yeah. nice guy. Nice guy. Yeah. He just changes the reality of how grow, how tall the grass is. Yeah. And it's, it's nicer. It's nice. Look, he has some extreme views, okay, but he does a great <laughs> job with my yard. What, what am I supposed to do? I don't have to agree with his views, all right? I'm just saying... It's fine. Just let him be, and he does a great job. Just let him do it. <laughs> um, no, so, so I, I'm familiar with Thanos from the comics and his personality there. Um, they, they changed it a little bit for the movie, mm-hmm. uh, which is fine. I, I actually liked his character a lot in this. There were mm-hmm. parts where I was sympathetic to him, yeah. um, and uh, even parts where I, I uh, felt bad for him in a way. Yes, very interesting. I didn't expect yeah. that at all. And uh, when I was watching him on screen, there was a point, uh, maybe like two thirds into the movie. I was like, Oh yeah, this is, this is a CGI person. I know. <laughs> this, is a, this, is not a, this is not a real person's face. I'm yeah. looking at this. It is, was really good though. It, it was convincing. Yeah. Uh, I, w- I was especially impressed when he started rolling tears for Gamora mm-hmm. and the, the tears looked, they didn't, <laughs> they didn't look like that's so much water coming down. Like it, <laughs> it looked, it looked very realistic, uh-huh. you know? So, um, what, what did you think about Thanos as a character? Like he's been built up since 2012 at the, yeah. the, the post credit scene in the first Avengers movie. And here we are six years later, we finally have him on screen. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Uh, I'm glad you brought this up. So this is exactly what I was talking about of why I needed to talk to you to kind of like work my feelings out because mm-hmm. he, um, he's been built up so much that it's almost like you think that it's, it'd be like really hard. Like there's almost like no way for him to be as bad as he was expected to be um, in some ways to me, like that it's like, it's like there's like too much built up maybe. But what mm-hmm. I liked about it is previously he's just looked like a big brute who just wants to like destroy the galaxy. But in this one, they really were like pulled that back and they're like, no, he's he's got layers, guys. He's got yeah. feelings. And uh, it was really intriguing to see his motivations. Um, and uh, I'm basically like, uh, obviously I don't agree with it, but it's like, he's basically like, there's a finite amount of resources and I think this is the way it needs to be. And like only I have to get rid of like half the populations because there's like taking over. And like on some front I'm like, okay, like I get like, there's a reason there, even though it's like horrific. Um, he really does have like, he's, he's trying to do right on his own mind. Like he is the hero of his own story, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, and that was really good. I think that's what um, elevated him. So I, I would say that for all that he was built up to be, he they delivered with him because they made him a character instead of just a villain uh, right and that's really what what did it for me so I, I was so worried about him in this movie just because i didn't want him to be another malekith from thor mm, of the dark world yeah. or something like that you know just somebody who's he's built up over <laughs> yeah. six years and he's finally here so he, he's just gonna punch and smash things you know yeah exactly um and you know in that first opening scene where we see him fight the Hulk to a standstill and then kick the Hulk's ass. Yeah. I was like, Oh, it's just, is this, is this what he's going to do the whole mm-hmm. movie? But no, I mean, it, shortly thereafter he takes off his helmet and takes off his, his armor and he never really has it on again. Yeah. He's, he's, um, he's somewhat vulnerable, vulnerable mm-hmm. in that aspect. Um, my friend Ross was, he made a good point that besides Loki and then Gamora, mm-hmm. he really doesn't personally, kill anyone yeah. in this movie like his his uh yeah, his, his henchmen, his, his henchmen the uh, the black order they they do all of that stuff yeah. and you know some of the alien like six armed uh, uh yeah those whatever those things were they do but um but yeah he he doesn't really do that himself he doesn't yeah. really see that as his mission and um 
Yeah, I thought that was a really good point and something I didn't didn't even pick up on. But I mean, he's he's got his his belief system mm-hmm. that that he's going off of, and he's fully committed to it. Like, yeah, um, I think it's uh, was it uh, like a little kid Gamora towards the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like, "Well, did you do what you set out to?" He says, "Yes," and then she says, "Well, what did you have to give up?" And he says, "Everything." Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much. It, but you can see that that weighs on him. Yeah, it, he's not just he's not like a bwahaha type of villain. Yeah. You know, he's he's somber about it. Yeah, he's he's got an agenda, mm-hmm. but he's going to do it reluctantly. But he thinks it's for the greater good. Yeah, so much that so. he'll give up his daughter, whom he actually loves, because it's, yeah. it's proven. Because that's that's yeah. what, how he gets the stone. And um, yeah, it was it was interesting to see like how layered his character was. Um, that and that really, really did sell it. And and Josh Brolin was great. Um, like you said, he that character, yeah. that CGI character looked basically real, and it was hard to it was easy to, to suspend the disbelief and then uh, and hard to get back into it and be like, oh wait, that's just CGI. But uh, but he did a really good job of emoting through that, um, and then he mm-hmm. did a good job of you know uh, painting that character basically over that. Um, so yeah, he he was uh, much more layered and, and fantastic than I expected. Um, and I'm yeah again. Really intrigued to see where this goes because this movie just ends <laughs> and it's just like, what? <laughs> so. Well, so here's here's how I feel about this movie. Like, as I was watching it, um, it's just from watching all of these movies and then recently rewatching all of them um, and just seeing all the connections laid out, like anytime there's like new character interactions, which mm-hmm. is almost the whole damn movie, uh, it's just like such a thrill. It's just yeah. like... I don't even need action. Just like seeing characters yeah. like joke around <laughs> with each other or whatever is, is a lot of fun. Um, and then like the action scenes are really well done. Um, mm. Of course, it's the Russo brothers. I, and that's one of my favorite things they do is is action. Yeah. Um, and I was excited for them to get their hands on Thor and the Hulk, um, mm-hmm. which, you know, Hulk buster armor, you know, we'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> Anything yeah. in a pinch. Um, <laughs> and, you know, it's... I, I had a great time during this movie. And then by the time the movie was over, I was like, whoa, this was heavy. This yeah. was some like heavy shit. Like, yeah. because the last, what, uh, 10 minutes of this movie, um, like before that, it's all like, shit, this is going to be awesome. Good guys are going to win. And then <laughs> yeah. it takes a turn. And, uh, I was telling Ross, um, I feel about the end of this movie the way I felt when the current U.S. president was elected. <laughs> That's a good way to put it, yeah. I was like, you know what? Sometimes the good guys don't win. Yeah. You it's know? just like a little crushing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, but it's, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I don't, I, I don't think that um, they should have had the good guys win on this one, mm-hmm. just knowing what we know about yeah. how, how these movies were filmed back to back. Um Man, I just I just really enjoyed it, and I and I like seeing I actually like seeing the the good guys lose on this. Yeah, um, because, it's hard, but it's good. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's something we haven't really seen before, at mm-hmm. least not on this scale. Or if if the good guys do lose, it's temporarily. Yeah, uh, it's like a, a, a second act thing, and then they come back in the third act and and win. <laughs> this is this is a uh, some some new territory here because there were some major losses on. Uh, on the hero side, yeah. For the, I guess for both the uh, the Earth's and possibly the universe's population, you know. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, yeah, so first off, I, I want to mention before we get into the real ending or whatever, but we haven't even, we kind of glossed over Loki in the very beginning, uh, dying as well. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, we and had... Heimdall. Yes, oh, and Heimdall, yeah. We had we had these characters, like, early on, and then, like, Gamora. Um, guys, is there anybody else that died before the ending? I'm trying to think. Um, you know, I can't really recall. Yeah. I don't, that, I don't think so. I mean, it, those, uh, those are, like, the, the bigger... Yeah, like yeah. Pre-end movie killings, yeah. When I guess okay, so and then not like throughout the movie, but towards the end as well. Like before, before it all go, shit goes crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you get Vision uh, as well uh, on that yeah. roster uh, dying, and so that was that was heavy. Um, and you have all of that, and then but then it gets into the ending, and uh, you know, you and I a lot of times throw in a lot of jokes where it's like, oh man, when Batman showed up, blah blah blah, but. It feels like a joke almost, but I, I feel like I can say that I don't know how I went into an Infinity War movie and I got out with a Rapture movie. Uh, I just saw Left Behind, like the big budget movie. <laughs> like everybody just at, disappeared. At the end, Thanos is staring at the sun, sunset, smiles, rips off his mask. It's Kirk Cameron. Yeah. Oh, man. Kirk Cameron playing the Antichrist. Nobody, nobody <laughs> saw it coming, you know, like, except we all kind of saw it. Coming. <laughs> um, growing pains, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. The, yeah. The way he would speak to Boner. Oh my God. <laughs> That's some antichrist sh- shit right there. Um, uh, but yeah, it was, I, that was so weird. And that started happening in the movie. And I started, uh, my, my initial reaction whenever that, that happens because he snaps his fingers and that's whenever I was going to say, that's whenever people in my audience, I had a lot of kids in my audience too. A few of them were mm-hmm. kids, but some of them were adults too. But like he snapped his fingers and it happened so quickly. And they kept talking about that, that I was like almost like a joke. I was like, well, he's not really going to snap his fingers, but he did. And then it was like, everything ceased to be, but um, he did that. And some people in my theater were like, what, what happened? What's going on? <sighs> like, like they like really, you can't just, yeah. yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> It's like the projector ran out of film or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Like, come on. Just just wait. Just wait Jesus one Christ. second. Yeah. And then it, like, goes back and, and you know, everything's fine or whatever. So, uh, yeah. but that, So that was like, kind of annoying. But, um, yeah. but yeah, he so he does that. And then I can't even remember, like, the sequence of events, even though it was just a second ago. But, like, so much happened. If it, it – he is it first, like, he wakes up in space without the glove and that's when he sees child Gamora and everything? Is that what starts? Or did they start seeing it at first? Where he's just gone. Um, after he snaps his fingers? Yeah, like back on Earth. Maybe. I can't remember which, um, which happens first, I guess, right after he snaps his fingers. I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> uh, to be honest with you. I, boy, like like it all happened so fast. I you know, know, I know. Um, I, I think I think he snaps his fingers and then he and then it cuts to him. He wakes up, right? Earth. Yeah, yeah. Because he oh, doesn't wait. have the, the gauntlet on. Yeah. And he sees Child Gamora and talks to her. Mm-hmm. And then it jumps back to um, like Wakanda and whatnot. And then they're just like, where, like, what happened, whatever. Yeah, yeah, that seems right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was like when that happened. Um, you're, I don't, you're not like a big Harry Potter fan, right? Uh, no, I mean, I, 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 I like the movies. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I mean, I don't want to spoil anything really for anybody for Harry Potter, but there's a, there's a scene towards like the end of the the last movie, whatever. Where it's kind of the same thing. Where it's like you you get like a big moment, and then it's like all of a sudden you're like in a, a weird like afterlife or whatever. And you're like, what's happening? And it's kind of like strange. Um, that was how this was. It was like once that happened and there was like so much action going on and he was just like decimating all of them trying to get to vision and he gets that last stone and then he snaps his fingers and it's just like, 
okay. And then I was like, what movie am I watching right now? He's like standing in the water on this planet and there's just like this Chinese looking like, or like, you know, some type of Asian influence is what it looked like to me, like building structure. And then child Gabor is there and she's asking questions. And I was like, I did not expect that to happen. Like I thought this movie was going to end. Like I thought it was literally gonna be like, he would like let it go to his glove and he would just like curl his fingers and it would be like credits and it would be like way more ambiguous. I did not expect it to be like, he actually did it. And this one. Yeah. Yeah, I, I very much expected it to to end with um, he, he's got all the gems finally mm-hmm. on his gauntlet and then it cuts and then the next movie is answering the question of how the Avengers band together and yeah. beat him. But instead, uh, he kills uh, half of them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is crazy. Uh, yeah, boy. That was a uh, that was thing. And, and there were some big deaths in there. Like uh-huh. um, I've actually got a list here okay um, before you say that i was gonna say yeah. uh, a second ago this is what i was doing in the theater after people started dying or like whatever disintegrating i was my the, my main thought was i gotta remember this for the podcast we gotta remember we have to have a list of who dies and there was so many of them that i couldn't possibly yeah i know i couldn't yeah. remember like who who was left in that final scene yeah. on uh in wakanda um and so I, I looked it up on Wikipedia after because I'm like, wait, good, because it, it happens in rapid succession. Yes, it's too fast, it, it, too furious. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember that uh, that Bucky starts off, and when it first happened, I'm like, why did why did they kill off Bucky? What happened to him? Why mm-hmm. why is he? Oh, it's happening to this. Per- oh, okay, I yeah. see what's happening here. And then it just keeps going. Yeah. So it, it started off with Bucky, but it also happens to Drax, Groot, which got another. Mm. Uh, uh, unaged specific uh, <laughs> wine from this uh, disgruntled I had <laughs> lady people, in my, my theater. I had some kids be like, oh, <laughs> whenever Groot went. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of sad. Uh, this is the second time Groot has died. <laughs> people are like, oh, come on. He's our favorite character. You keep killing him. That's hilarious. He still hasn't beat that game. God damn it. Um, let's see. We lost Mantis, Scarlet Witch, Peter Parker. Spider-Man. That was I guess we're not going to have him in any more movies. (laughs) I'm just going to have to let him go. That's going to happen. That that was hard to watch when he, like, because Tony's been worried about him being the kid and stuff. And when he, like, hugs Tony and he's like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Please don't make me go. Yeah. That was rough, man. Like, you could could see it on on Tony's face. Like, he was, like, that's his protege, more or less. And, uh, yeah, this is, like, three movies worth of bonding with him. Which is crazy to say. Oh, yeah. Three movies of them. Uh, interacting yeah in different different ways and it also i thought it was cool um you know tony had that vision of all of his friends dying after he was in new york and stuff i think it was in was it an iron man 3 he started having those visions or maybe Um, before that yeah he would he had some like um like post-traumatic stress type type things in uh in iron man 3 but it was in age of ultron where he like got that flash forward okay yeah yeah and it was like so this was like really similar to that where it's like everything he was worried about, like being in space and like all of his friends dead around him, it was different, like who was around him, but it's like, it was coming true. And that's Mm -hmm. like, I'm sure that that's like so fucked up for Tony, you know? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Peter Parker wasn't the only Peter to bite it. Also, Peter Quill died in this movie. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Strange, T'Challa, which Mm -hmm. was insane. Yeah. And uh, don't catch any more checks. (laughs) <laughs> Mr. Sam Wilson, a.k.a. Anthony Mackie, oh. bit it as well. Yeah. So, cut no further checks. So, do you know, <laughs> do you know who's left? Do you have that list? Uh, surviving Heroes, uh, Left Separated, 
Nebula and Tony Stark are stranded on Titan. Mm. And then we've got Steve Rogers, Thor, Bruce Banner, Black Widow, War Machine, uh, Rocket. He made it. He made the cut. Okoye <laughs> uh, and M'Baku uh, mm. remain on the Wakandan battlefield. And then uh, uh, Thanos is also healed at the end, and he watches the sunset and uh, starts listening to Hall and Oates, I, I assume. <laughs> One can only assume. Yeah. Man, that's... I, a rich girl. I've gone too far. Whatever it is. He's like, I've been waiting for this moment all of my life. Every I just needed to commit. Oh, he plays Casey and JoJo. Huh? <laughs> That's the one, dude. That's the one. Um... I can't even follow it up with anything, so go ahead. <laughs> that was too good. Um, um, yeah, so they, they all wilt and uh, and go away. And um, uh, look, like I was expecting characters to die in this movie, so I wasn't terribly shocked yeah. because we. I know there's going to be a second movie, uh, mm-hmm. and we have a thing called the Time Stone. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that exists in this universe. Uh, that. Uh, is still intact. So uh, I'm fully expecting some, if not all of these characters come back in the next movie. Mm, yeah. Um, so uh, it's yeah, just I like, mean, the, how though? Like, yeah, I like, didn't expect th- it to be this ambiguous or like this, like dire uh, yeah. at the end of this movie that like, we only have a few yeah. heroes left. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. And uh, like one of the, the big, like the, the, the guy who started it all, uh, Tony Stark is in outer space. Yeah. You know? like he's stranded in outer space yeah. with Nebula. Not, not the, uh, the most warm character to be around, uh, yeah. I would say. So, um, and he had all these deaths go on around him. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he was traumatized by battle of New York, <laughs> yeah. holy shit. Yeah. You know? Get this get man ready. a drink, you yeah. know, yeah. get Steve a shield, get Tony a drink. You there know? you go. Well, I did like uh, Steve's double shields, by the way. Yeah. That was pretty rad. Because they're also yeah. like weapons that he like punch with and, and stuff. That was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. They, they have uh, spiky ends. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. I want the shields with the spiky ends uh, coming up, <laughs> right? Two of them, right? Here you go. Um, but yeah, I didn't, um, I, I felt almost, I, I was wondering like how the people around you in the theater or like what Ross said when you talked mm-hmm. to him or and, and generally how you feel, but the people around me, it, it almost felt like people were kind of like it was like a bummer that it was um uh not just like how it all happened but it was kind of like people were like oh that's how it ended like oh fuck man like i gotta wait another year but yeah yeah i think that's probably going to be the case for people who aren't um well you know as sophisticated as we are (laughs) is that what we call it (laughs) (laughs) no but i mean we we kind of know the lay of the land here we we knew that the the movies were going to be um they stand on their own Mm-hmm. Uh, Avengers three and four, but they kind of tie into each other. Yeah, and um, I, I kind of had a feeling that Thanos was going to be around for for part two, mm-hmm. um, and now we know that's that's true because at the the very end after the post credit scene, which we'll get into here in a minute, mm-hmm. um, it says Thanos will return, yep. not the Avengers, because the oh. Avengers they did, <laughs> they have <laughs> I mean, dead. They'd be like Thanos will return, the Avengers they did, <laughs> <laughs> or. Uh, flashback to uh, Monster Squad, they could have just been like, the Avengers, they blew it. Hey, 
How come no one tried to kick Thanos in the nards? <laughs> <laughs> That's the key to everything, man. Uh, yeah, but uh, I just didn't expect it. I, I liked it. I thought it was good. Uh, the people around me, I was like, okay, you guys are idiots. Uh, just wait a year. We'll get to it. It's fine. But um, I do think that it was like definitely uh, different than I expected. I didn't expect basically mm-hmm. Thanos to get not just the stones, but like to get his wish and to like fulfill his destiny and kill like half the universe. And it was just like, okay, we're here. Wow. That was fucked up. Yeah. And at first I was, I was a little bit confused, um, when, you know, that some of those characters start dying off, mm-hmm. um, you know, beginning with Bucky and, and moving on to some other characters, especially when it went over to space. Yeah. Um, because all the, all the guardians, except for Nebula, uh, whose position as a guardian is nebulous. No, oh, you know, nice. Um, <laughs> because I was like, well, I thought all the human characters are dying, but then I was like, oh yeah. So if he has all the, the, the gems on the gauntlet, mm-hmm. he can then, take out half the population of of every everywhere in the the universe yeah so that's what and drax was the i guess the last of his kind hmm. if i remember correctly maybe i don't know yeah I don't um know. but i mean there there's so many like varied races um, yeah in the in the like guardians franchise that you know it's, it's very well possible that each of them is is part of that half of the race that gets mm-hmm. destroyed you know if, if uh, further uh, members of the race survive. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there's, uh, rocket and nebula, uh, are all that's left to, wow. uh, to make up the guardian. So good luck, James Gunn. Yeah, uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but uh, I'm sure they'll, they'll come back in, in some way, shape or form. It'll just be interesting to see how that yeah. happens. I mean, it's cool. I, I'm totally down with it because I, f- I feel like I thought it was, I thought I was walking into a movie that was going to end with him getting that stone. And we'd be like, some people died in battle, and most of the Avengers are still around. How are they going to come back from this? Like, how are they going to do anything with that gauntlet mm-hmm. anymore? How are they going to fight him? Uh, we'll see how that goes, and that'd be cool. And and instead we got, no, he got his wish, and there's barely any of them left. And it's like, I literally have no idea where the story's going to go, which is really mm-hmm. fun. Uh, I can't oh, yeah. even possibly, like, I could throw out whatever I want, but it would just be like anybody. Like, you could just make up whatever story at this point, but, like, you'll never know what they're going to do until they start releasing the details, you know? Well, I mean, even when they had, like, the full abilities of all of those characters that were alive, yeah. uh, they couldn't stop Thanos. Exactly, and yeah. So now their numbers are halved, yeah. and some of the characters that are around still, like Steve and, and Natasha, uh, they don't have superpowers, you know? So, mm-hmm. uh, And the Hulkbuster armor is fucked up. Bruce yeah. can't turn into the Hulk. Yeah. Um, wow. Rocket is a raccoon, maybe a bunny. Uh, <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> so um, yeah, it's uh, it's it, it's not looking good, but mm-hmm. um, I'm sure they can find some way to uh, to make it work. Um, it's just uh, it, it's crazy. It's a crazy crazy way for for that that story to end. But yeah. I I really like that it does. Yeah, no, I'm I'm totally down with it. I just. Uh, they shocked me with this ending. Mm-hmm. They're going to shock me with whatever that comes next because I'll, I'll have no clue what could possibly come next. So that'd be interesting. <laughs> well, uh, one other thing I want to mention is uh, we, we saw on a, 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 a poster, a movie poster, that Peter Dinklage's name was in mm-hmm. this movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember seeing an interview with, uh, I think it was Joe Russo. He mentioned that uh, you'll, you'll know Peter Dinklage when you see him. <laughs> and so throughout the movie, I was like, is he voicing one of these... Black Order characters? Oh, uh, funny. Nope. You, 
I knew when I saw him. He was <laughs> yeah. uh, he was there, and, and uh, I was, was awesome. I was so delighted that he was the tallest character in this it. movie. <laughs> that was so great. I was wondering yeah. like how great that must have been for him. Like he's yeah. like fuck yes, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, and it was cool. That was that was cool that he what he did. That was yeah, a cool scene. I, I like that that he was, uh, and that's something that's that's straight from the comics as well. Oh, cool. um, that is that's who forged Thor's hammer. Nice. Um, and uh, I like that they brought it back to that. Um, in the comics, they're just regular sized dwarfs, like they're they're shorter than mm-hmm. all the other, like even shorter than uh, humans. Mm-hmm. But um, this was cool. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I thought it was cool that uh, they made him large. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, <laughs> I do like the idea that. Uh, uh, at a certain point, Chris Hemsworth may have heard that Peter Dinklage is going to play one of the dwarf characters, and then they set a, a tennis ball like twenty feet up in the air for him to look at, <laughs> and then just the idea of him being confused—it's like, wait, yeah. is there a what different Peter Dinklage that I'm thinking of? <laughs> yeah. So that uh, I thought that was cool, um, and uh, so one of the 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 big uh, things leading into this movie is people wondering where the hell is Hawkeye. Yes, thank you. How come Hawkeye isn't in yeah. the advertising for this movie? He's not on the posters or or anything like that. Turns out there's a really good reason <laughs> why that's the case. Um, and I, I was expecting him to have like a, um, a part where he comes in like halfway through where like uh-huh. first into the film or whatever, but that wasn't the case. Um, but again, I'm, I'm totally fine with it. Uh, I, I think it might've been a little bit jarring. I think his, his purpose in civil war made sense. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like the, the reason he comes in, um, and it didn't need a whole lot of setup or, or background for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but on this, it, like, I don't know that he would have added a lot to anything without, yeah. having some other seeds planted for him and a, a separate plot for him specifically. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's Hawkeye is not in this movie at all. No post credit scene. Or, I kept or thinking, like yeah, that. he would show up at some point, you know, like I, I still, I still hoped in the credit scene or maybe in Avengers four that like he'll, he'll be working on his banisters or, or something at his farmhouse. And then be like, Oh wait, I gotta go. Uh, I gotta go help him or something. So, well, since you mentioned that, uh, when I was talking to Ross, he made a really astute observation mm-hmm. and uh, possibly point. Uh, I think he may be screenwriting the next Avengers movie. <laughs> Good for him. Like in this movie, they talk about how um, both uh, Clint and uh, Scott Lang, mm-hmm. who's Ant Man, uh, they're they're both on house arrest just because you know it's like going through all this shit is just too much work. It's, it's like a pain in the ass for them. So yeah. they're they're family men. They just want to stay at home. Um, Ross pointed out that he thinks that in the next movie, um, Clint's family are the ones who disintegrate. And so Clint Ooh. is pissed off and he's coming for blood. That'd be bad. Yeah. Yeah. So, Good point. Yeah. yeah. That'd be creepy. Um, I was, I'm glad you brought up both of them cause I was, I was wondering about, you know, bringing up Hawkeye and Ant-Man. I didn't even think about Ant-Man until they mentioned Scott and then they were like, who's Scott? Um, and they had to explain that, but cause I was like, there's Ant-Man. an Ant-Man and a Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, that was great. The <laughs> Ant-Man, either Ant-Man or Giant-Man makes sense that he would really be able to help. Like, I think, um, as we've, we've joked about, and many people joke about like Hawkeye, the dude with the bow and arrows, like it, it would be like ridiculous to see him going against Thanos. So mm-hmm. I, I'm glad that he didn't necessarily just go against Thanos, but I still hope that he comes back and it's something like he's, he's at least another Avenger if he's still around. Um, which I assume that they they both will be, but yeah, like maybe their families might not be. Uh, that's a good point. But um, I was thinking too, like Ant Man, when he gets so tiny, he's so strong though. So it seems like he could be involved with like getting the stones away from Thanos, maybe like even like yeah. prying them off the glove or something. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll see how that plays out. But 
Um, specifically, I wanted to ask you, like, now that we have Ant-Man and the Wasp in a few months, is that, do we know if that's taking place just like a few months ago or something? Like, Man, what the hell? I, d- I don't know. People <laughs> seem so chipper in that movie um, yeah. from the, the trailers we see. I, I almost think that, I don't know. I don't even know how, how that would work. Like, and it comes out in July. Yep. And I imagine Infinity War is going to be in the theaters for a while, uh-huh. kind of like Black Panther was. Um, yeah. So we may not get answers to that until we like see the actual movie I, itself, you know? Yeah, I don't expect to, yeah. Yeah, so, boy, um, I, I was, you know, obviously I'm going to go see Ant-Man and the Wasp, but now I'm like kind of looking forward to it even more just to see mm-hmm. like okay. what is the lay of the land here? Like what, yeah. what, is, the, what is the timeline? <laughs> it has to like... like be a different time or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah, sure. Maybe it's like set before all of this happens, yeah. and then it dovetails and it, kind of to where this movie ends. Yeah, I was like, it must, it has to take place like before this or something because I've heard like from what I understand of that story, it's about them trying to find like Janet Van Dyne and mm-hmm. like working together. And I'm sure there's other some other villain or whatever. I haven't really paid as much attention uh, to the story of that one coming out and everything. But um, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of back and forth on it. I'm I'm more intrigued just to know like where does it fall within the storyline. Yeah. But I'm also kind of like everything feels so like I don't know. We have this this ending that is so um, up in the air and so uh, just bad and it just you you feel like the tension and the um, I'm trying to think of the right word or whatever at, at the end of this movie. It's hard, like you said, like everybody seems like they're having a good time in that movie. Like it's hard to be like, oh, let's just go and have a good time with Ant-Man. Yeah. You know, it's going to be hard yeah, to get back yeah. into that. Yeah. Everybody's having a good time until they're not. Yeah. <laughs> it's a shit just goes south real fast yeah. in this movie. So by the time Thanos shows up, it's just like, it's, it's over and done with. But I mean, like, like getting into Ant-Man though, like it's hard mm-hmm. for me to like finish this one and then like get into that one afterwards. Like, I don't know how it's going to go. So yeah. Yeah. That was, uh. That was kind of, yeah, the Ant-Man movies, boy, they have a weird, like, release time. They do. Like, what are you guys I doing, man? It. Yeah. <laughs> Put these out before an Avengers movie. Yeah. Don't do Age of Ultron and then Ant-Man and then Civil War, you know? Yeah. It's, it's weird. Where do you, stop it. Especially at the end of this one, because it's just so dire now that I just yeah. can't, like, be like, oh, let's just, like, go to have this fun story that I still consider, like, a spinoff. And that's how I, mm-hmm. you know, it's better for me. So I'm like, all right, well, that's just a like spinoff. But it's like, I don't want anything until I can see like the next <laughs> Avengers movie, you know, almost. So yeah. yeah. Well, let, let's talk about the the post credit scene on yeah. this. Oh yeah. Which there's there's only one, mm-hmm. and uh, you have to sit all the way through the credits. And I was in there by myself, and the theater was uh, not not fully packed, but I was I had people on either side of me, and uh, in front and behind me. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was just sitting there like a like a dweeb. Sitting there, <laughs> like w- people reading left. every every. Uh, no, actually, nobody every left. Stuff? Okay, cool. A lot of people in mine left, uh, except for that guy who who left like during the big battle oh, yeah. in Wakanda. It's like, what what are you doing, man? Fuck this noise. And it's not like this movie has been out for three weeks. And he was like, oh yeah, I've seen this before. I I have to uh, go pick up yeah. uh, Mabel from the airport. <laughs> <laughs> like this this movie came out essentially today. Yeah, you know. Um, so I I don't know if he's just never going to come back. He's like I hope he he's just okay. reached his limit. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I have a two-hour lunch break. I'm not going <laughs> to I'm not going to be back to work on time. Got to finish this up. <laughs> yeah. So, um yeah, the, the after credit scene, uh we see both Nick Fury and Maria Hill and mm-hmm. um I, I know Sam Jackson had talked about how he wasn't contracted to to uh be in either of the the second two Avengers movies. 
Um, but uh, sure enough, he's in a, in a cameo. And uh, there's a, a car whips out of control, and we see that people just are essentially disintegrating there. Rapturing. That's, that's when, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank term. you. Yeah, rapturing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I feel like we should call it thrapturing since oh, Thanos yeah. is involved. Yeah. I like that. So, uh, so everyone's getting thraptured, and uh, eventually we see Maria Hill start to uh, disappear. Yeah. So Nick Fury, like, I, I, like shoves somebody out of the way that I feel was like not really in the way. <laughs> I feel like maybe Sam Jackson was just having a bad day. That's or hilarious. <laughs> or somebody was not on their cue, so he's just like I and shove and walk. <laughs> so um, we see him pull out this weird like space pager from 1993. Nice. And um, oh. I guess he he hits the button, and uh, as he's disintegrating himself. We see it drops on the floor, mm-hmm. and it says "searching" and uh, in uh, like pixelated letters, and then it finally has a what's called the Hala Star. Okay. Hala. H A L A. The Hala Star uh, pop up, and uh, we see it's bordered up at the top with red, and at the bottom by blue, which are the 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 same uh, iconic color design as Captain Marvel, okay. who has a movie coming out next March. So. We're going to make it through Ant-Man yeah. and the Wasp, okay. and then we're going to get to Captain Marvel. Right on. And then finally Avengers uh, 4 in uh, in May of 2019. Oh, man. Okay. Um, so that symbol happened. I didn't know what that was. I And mm-hmm. as you were explaining it now, I like was piecing it together, and I was like, okay, yes, this is awesome. And I am definitely excited for that movie in general, but also knowing what happens at the end of this one, leading to that, that's awesome. Um, I also was trying to figure out what to call that, and Space Pager is amazing. Um, that was hilarious to see it on <laughs> screen. But, uh, but now it makes sense because that movie takes place in the early 90s. So yeah, uh, it looks like now he has a way to contact her through the way that they maybe were contacted at the end of that. So that's going to be fun to see as well. Yeah. 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 So, so I'm, I'm confused because it's not, like, it's not like she becomes Captain Marvel when she's like six, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> An adult. Like she's... I, I'm going to assume that she gets put in some kind of stasis in the mm. 90s and then... To stay, like, the same age? Yeah. Yeah. And then I was wondering if her the... powers, like, keep her young or whatever. I didn't I didn't know much about her character. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Something there, though. Yeah. I'm sure they'll do something. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. So, that's... Yeah. Uh, between her and uh, Ant-Man and Wasp and Hawkeye, you know, they've got a few extra characters to put on their side, but uh, yeah. not, not by much. Yeah. Um, so, that'd be really cool. So knowing what you know about her since i don't really know anything about her mm. um and i was leading uh i kept thinking about this movie I, I even forgot her movie was coming out when we were talking about it just now so with the avengers that are left and and all that like what do you think that she can bring to this like does she have something innately about her that's like more powerful that she could fight thanos or like where does that where could she fit in you think well in in the comic she's uh like very strong she can fly um she can do like um uh projectile blasts from her hands but mm-hmm. from what uh kevin feige has said about her uh for the the movie version of that character is she's supposed to be like the most powerful character in the mcu hmm. so I'm, I'm going to assume she's going to essentially be like marvel's superman hmm. of sorts you know okay so i think that's a pretty good feather to have in their their cap cool but um man <laughs> it's just so much craziness and like Thanos, like all of that taking place or keeping all of that in mind, Thanos still has all six of yeah. the stones in the infinity gauntlet that he can still 
fucking jerk off to. You know, <laughs> you, come on, guys. You know he's doing that. Th- he did it. Yeah, that's, that's immediate. Like, he sees that sunset and he's like, and now it's my time. <laughs> Zip. <laughs> They're like, uh, you just hear like, fap, fap, fap. just like all the way through the credits (laughs) (laughs) until Nick Fury comes back on screen in the end credit scene (laughs) oh man uh, yeah, so that'd be that. Okay, now I'm really pumped because I didn't know what that meant. Um, mm-hmm. I think I confused myself because I forgot about her and her movie coming out soon. But also, they had this thing recently that Kevin Feige was saying they wanted to bring in um, that they might do like a as a Nova movie. Yeah, and it's not all I'm thinking is Celestials, but there's like another thing that's like a space race of like humans that he wants to do a movie of. Um, oh, the Eternals. The Eternals, yeah. So I was yeah. like, is that their symbol or is that the Nova symbol or whatever? And I, I just got lost in my head. I, I forgot about her. So I was like, mm-hmm. well, maybe they're – he talked about that. Maybe he was like hinting that like, oh, once you see this movie, you'll know. Like we're definitely doing that soon. But yeah. I think it's cool that, yeah, that they kind of hinted at her for this. That's awesome. So, yeah, very pumped for that now. That's awesome. Okay, so do you want to – do you want to try to give this a rating? Um. Or do you want to I hold will try. Off? I will try, okay. uh, but I'll, I'll straight up just say it's still garlic bread. I, I need to I need to digest this movie a little bit. I need to see it again for sure. Um, I definitely liked it a lot. It's definitely not my favorite. I I still am so partial to the first Avengers movie. There's just something about it that I love, and I've been thinking mm-hmm. about it recently that I just want to watch it again. And I just I don't know. I love. It's almost like, even though that movie at the time seemed so big for the like phase one. Now it seems like so quaint, you know what I mean? Yeah. And and that's what I like about it. It seems like, oh, well, I like this small Avengers movie when there's only like five of, or six of them or whatever. Six of, yeah. And, uh, and and so this one is like, it's really cool, but it's, it's almost like Civil War. I love Civil War, but I don't like it really as much as uh, the first Avengers or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, so we'll, I'll, I'll see where this one kind of stands later on, but I definitely liked it a lot. I'll definitely go see it a bunch of times and, uh, and all that. So what about you? I, I love this movie. Yeah. Uh, I, I love that uh, it gave me what I wanted and give it also gave me what uh, it wanted me to have, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it, it, it gave me pizza, but it also gave me some Brussels sprouts. But you oh. know what, Stephen? I like Brussels sprouts. Oh, there you so go. So I will and take them. they're good for you. They are good for yeah. me. Um, so uh, much like you, I'm going to introduce a new rating. <laughs> For this. Brussels sprouts? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, this movie, uh, much like the socks I'm wearing today, uh, is dinosaurs, but I'm going to put it up above that. Oh. Steven, this movie is a dinosaur riding a skateboard. What? <laughs> yeah. I like that so rating. It's, it's, it's not only uh, a, a dinosaur, which is the, the greatest uh, creature that has ever lived, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it's also a cool dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> this Man. dinosaur can fucking do kickflips and shit. Damn. Is it saying cowabunga? I feel like it is. Oh, sure. And yeah. even though it has two fingers, it can still do like the, the pinky <laughs> thumb thing, you know, the, yeah, gnarly, the gnarly hand sign. Yeah. <laughs> and it can actually land in Ollie Impossible. So, oh, damn. Yeah. I thought that was it impossible. It, not to this dinosaur, it ain't. <laughs> You told him it was impossible, and he, he just was like, oh, really? And he did it. Man. Yeah, he put on the sunglasses and said, watch me, bitch. <laughs> and he pulled it off. It's, then he literally rode into the sunset. It's just, it's, yeah, it, it defied all logic, damn. but uh, he did it. That's amazing. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, wow, man. I, you, so you have strong feelings about this movie. I, I have very strong feelings about this. Uh, like, so it was like the, everything you wanted. 
yeah, it, it was, it was, uh, I didn't, I didn't really dislike anything in this yeah. movie. Um, it, it gave me yeah. not, not quite everything I wanted. Uh-huh. Again, I wanted to see, uh, the rocket or rocket raccoon and the Hulk standing mm-hmm. next to each other. You still but, did though. Um, I, I, I did in, in a way, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. in, in spirit. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I, I fucking love this. Uh, yeah, as soon as I got out of the, the theater, um, I, I have not pants. stopped. <laughs> yeah, I changed my pants. <laughs> well, first of all, I put on pants, yeah. then I changed them. Because I, I like to Donald Duck it when I go to movie theaters. <laughs> I'm strictly a, a tops only guy when I go to the movies. Oh, man. It's surprising um, they actually still let you in, but yeah, you're a good yeah. patron, so. Well, you're yeah. quiet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, the no pants guy, but he's quiet, you know, so. <laughs> he's not even dressed as a ninja turtle this time, so whatever. What's the to do it? Amazing. So, um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, d- uh, dinosaur riding a, uh, a skateboard for me. So, man, wow. Um, that, uh, it's not necessarily shocking. I, I'm, I, I can fully believe that, but, mm-hmm. um, to me, it's just like, whenever it's like a movie like this, where it, it leaves it so open-ended, I really have to like kind of see where it goes. Um, mm-hmm. like there's a show called the OA that I like a lot, but it's like, I don't recommend it to anyone because I'm like, it just ends abruptly. And until I see the second season, I don't know how I feel about the first season. I liked it up until that point, but then it just ended. Like, this is the same way to me. Like, I liked it a lot, but I need to know the rest of the story, and it'll it'll definitely affect what I think about this one, almost. So, sure. on some yeah. ways, it's garlic bread right now for me, and it could become uh, pizza um, just because of, um, like, rewatching it and, like, what I think about it and stuff. But on, on other ways, it's not going to be become that or, or dinosaur or riding a skateboard until mm-hmm. I, you know, see the uh, Avengers 4 or whatever it's going to be titled. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, intriguing. Um, but, man, that's awesome. Well, like like you were saying, that first Avengers movie, that part of the, the novelty of that movie is seeing all of these characters come together and yeah. interact with each other for the first time. And uh, we didn't really get that in Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. Like, they introduced some new characters, but they were more or less introduced in that movie, you know? Yeah. Uh, this, they, they were... <clears throat> even though it's an Avengers movie, they still introduced other concepts and franchises into this movie. So mm-hmm. it was, I kind of got that same feeling of, of rewatching that first Avengers movie yeah. in a way. So, uh, and plus I, I like the villain a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I know Marvel typically has a, a problem with villains, but I don't think that was the case here. Yeah. This one was and, great. Uh, yeah. And the special effects looked great. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like there's it's nothing just, bad about it. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> when you say I, it like that, it's I, like yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm really really trying. Um, uh, <laughs> of course, your your mileage is going to vary a little bit, but uh-huh. it's uh, I I definitely say it's a a two thumbs up movie. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Possibly a possibly a third thumb if you can find one. Look, <laughs> you look can down. sever someone's thumb and put it on your hand. <laughs> yeah, um, when you mentioned like there's nothing in here that I I didn't like. It's only like I wish that there was some other things. I wish there were things in there that I I wanted like. Um, Seeing, I can't think of what it's called now. Um, Xandar, seeing Xandar in there, I, I was yeah. expecting, and and I kind of wish I would have seen that. Um, I guess there were a little bit more to me, yeah, because I, I didn't necessarily like the thing with Vision and them trying to get it out because I just didn't believe that they would ever be oh, able yeah. to. But mm-hmm. um, so it's a little bit less for me. But even then, like I don't disagree with that storyline. I just was like pretty sure when they were going through it that it was it was not going to work, um, and so I could kind of just bypass that a little bit. But even then, I wasn't disappointed by it. And then I got Shuri, so it's it's all good. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I get you that uh, there's not really anything to complain about, and there's a lot of things to praise. So yeah, right, that's awesome. Yeah. 
Do you think there's going to be anyone that is going to go see this movie this weekend that has not seen any of the other <laughs> previous 18 movies? That would be amazing. <laughs> I'm just going to start with the uh, 19th movie or whatever, 18th I movie. heard this is a good movie. <laughs> Avengers Infinity War, huh? There are no numbers in it. Must be the first one. Yeah, oh, God. Yeah. Man, uh, I hope not, but I'm sure there will be. I'm sure there will be. Uh, on my second viewing, I'm going to try to watch it through a new person's eyes uh-huh. and to see if any of this <laughs> fucking makes sense. <laughs> you would just feel like there would be like no stakes, really. I mean, there would because they, they build a lot with it, but not yeah. a, I don't know. There's like there's a lot in there that you have to have watched the rest of them. The, the, the stakes, if this was your first experience with the MCU, would uh, probably be almost paper thin. Yeah, like you've got a bad guy... And then you've got some good guys that are trying to stop them, but you don't really know the, the history. Yeah. Like, why is it so awkward between, uh, like, when uh, Cap and, and, and the crew show up to save Vision, even though they were on opposing teams mm. in, in a previous movie, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, don't do that. <laughs> it's just, it, we, we've come too far, you know? Yeah, at, at a certain point, you, you have to have seen at least some of these yeah, movies. Yeah, not too, all uh, of them. Get the just, yeah, yeah. But at least... The majority of them, I don't know, like definitely the other Avengers movies. It would be really hard to not have watched um, Avengers and Age of Ultron leading up to this, I think. Mm-hmm. But a lot of it too, like I don't, I don't know. It's hard to imagine since we have seen them all how how I could mm-hmm. have possibly not and watch this one. But yeah, I'm sure there's some people out there just so confused. <laughs> like basically, their their entire movie to them has got to be like Banner when he's like, "There's a spider and an ant," and like, "Who's this guy? What happened when?" Like whatever. Like he doesn't understand any of it. Like. It's got to be that on a ten, you know, ten times scale or whatever, because you just wouldn't understand anybody or why, who knows who or whatever. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why does this place in Africa have a dome that looks like trees? I don't get it. <laughs> it was so great to be back in Wakanda, man. That was awesome. It was, yeah. And when those like spires came down and like hit the the yes. shield from the top, I was like, oh shit, that thing's gonna be. Oh, I know. Yeah, that shield just destroyed that thing. Yeah. Okay. I loved. So that. they're good. I love yeah. that it had to be them opening it up themselves at first. Yes. And, yeah. uh, and then they had those machines that kind of destroyed part of it. But I still like to think that they had to open part of it up to even get that going. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That was really cool because I, I fully expected those things were huge. and They come from fucking space. I figured they would just blast through it. Or like at least a bunch of them would. Yeah. I, was, I love that it, that it stayed. Um, and also um, her joke about like when, we, when you talked about opening it up, I thought, you know, the Olympics – I like laughed so hard, like by myself. I just like goofed in the audience. That was so funny. And then yeah. she said the the Starbucks line, which everybody else laughed at. But I was like, the Olympics to me was hilarious because I was like, I, they would dominate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that part a lot too. Yeah. Um, I, I, our audience laughed at the Olympics thing so much that uh-huh. I almost didn't hear the Starbucks. Okay, line. cool. So yeah, so that right uh, that worked out. I also liked um, when Scarlet Witch shows up on the battlefield mm-hmm. and um she like takes out a bunch of those like creatures that are running oh, around yeah. and then uh is it okoye says how come she wasn't here the whole time or, or something <laughs> yeah. to that effect it's like oh yeah yeah, yeah she's uh y- you really get to see like how powerful wanda is in mm-hmm. this movie which i liked a lot and i also liked uh one of one of the other team ups i wanted to see which we got was uh, black widow and okoye uh, oh, fighting yeah. together I just fucking thought that was awesome. They yeah. were taking out, uh, I think, uh, Proxima Midnight is the name mm. of that 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 character, and uh, man, they were fucking kicking ass. Yeah, it was <laughs> like the badass woman fight. I was like, oh hell yeah, they were all in that they, trench. Yeah, they were kicking names and taking ass. <laughs> <laughs> she was great in this movie too. I didn't know how Mantis, she would play yeah. out. Yeah, but I liked her. That, and that she got the famous. longest and like biggest laugh in my theater was uh, the. 
the uh, the uh, kicking names and taking oh, ass yeah, one. Yeah. yeah, like they they were like there's a long pause for like to, like cuts back to Tony and he doesn't uh, say anything for a long time yeah. and our audience was laughing the whole time. They did that. That was a really good uh, way they edited that. Yeah, to make that yeah. that joke just like like linger uh, was really funny. Yeah. 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 Um, I also liked you made me think too. Um, I loved whenever Thor was on the table, and they all kept talking about him <laughs> <laughs> being the uh, what was it that pirate angel, angel pirate. <laughs> He's like the the child of a space pirate yeah. and an angel. Jackson, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and then like Gamora was like his his muscles feel like blah blah. He's like stop stroking his muscles. Stop massaging him. Stop it. <laughs> That was awesome. Oh, man. The the rivalry between uh, Peter Quill and yeah. Thor. Oh, man. That was so good. And, like, they're both such, like, brilliantly, like, comedic actors. Uh-huh. But they're also, like, so handsome, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and they were just, like, <laughs> going back and forth on it. <laughs> and at a certain point, Peter just talks with a deeper voice. I know. <laughs> that was great. He's copying me. Can you believe this? <laughs> that was fantastic. And then uh, uh, he was ahead. like... He's like, all right, man, you guys sold me on it. I get it. Bowflex. I'm going to commit. I'm going to commit. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, speaking of the Guardians, I like a later scene where um, Peter and Gamora are talking, and Gamora's telling him that, you know, if, if Thanos gets a hold of her, he needs to take the shot and kill her mm-hmm. and, you know, swear on your mom and all this stuff. And they have a nice, like, kind of tender moment there and they kiss yeah. and then then Drax <laughs> you see Drax is standing there the whole time and they're like how long have you been standing there and he goes one hour yeah. <laughs> it's like I've mastered the ability to move so slowly <laughs> yeah I'm imperceptible <laughs> and, and then he's like it's slowly like eating chips he's like you can't oh, even great. see me oh my god it's so funny Dave yeah. Batista holy he, shit man su- he surprises me so much in that role about how funny he is he's, he's, he really sells that character yeah he, he's another uh, actor that's just like has such great comedic timing I know like, it yeah and I, I just knew him as a wrestler like yeah. a scant few years ago and now he's he's this fucking excellent character that yeah. he's developed you'd and think so that good. like I don't know just with people like that kind of like The Rock like for a long time because I'm not in wrestling and stuff when The Rock first like showed up in movies and stuff I was like get out of here I don't like him uh, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't need you in my movies or whatever. Um, and it, part of it, it feels like you almost expect them to be like they're such huge dudes that, like, like Drax, like you'd think that he would just be like a brute force. He's just the muscle or whatever. But um, just like The Rock, like they're like extremely funny and they have great comedic timing. And like mm-hmm. I am so glad they're in movies and stuff now. Um, I didn't <laughs> yeah. expect it. So for for yeah. me personally, you know, yeah, so, yeah, for sure. He's for great. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> this movie was really funny. Uh, it was, and it really helped it, with some of the the harsher times. So. <clears throat> so, one of the things that this movie didn't do that I was afraid that it was going to was, um, uh, I, I recently rewatched both uh, Spider Man Homecoming and Thor, living up to the commitment to nice do the the Marvel movie uh, rewatch uh-huh. leading up to this movie, and um, man, uh, rewatching Thor Ragnarok. Um, like I, I remember liking it quite a bit when I first saw it, but mm-hmm. upon rewatching, um, some of the flaws stand out to me a little okay. more. Which is, um, the like it's it's a very funny movie, mm-hmm. but almost too funny at, at points. Like sure. it undercuts some of the um, drama in it. Like mm-hmm. in that movie, spoilers for Thor Ragnarok, which I hope to Christ you have, <laughs> have seen already <laughs> before watching Infinity War. Uh, but uh, in that movie. Um, Thor loses his father, which has been like a big thing for him, like mm-hmm. trying to live up to his 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 father's 
um, uh, desires for mm-hmm. him, you know, and uh, he dies. But that's like soon undercut by, you know, jokes. I mean, which is, is fine. Yeah. But um, it doesn't have that. Uh, uh, it doesn't have as much gravity to it as I would want. Mm-hmm. Um, and like later in the movie, he he kind of whines and uh, moans and groans about not having a hammer. It's like, well, you don't have a dad anymore, either, you know, like maybe focus on that. Yeah, yeah. But on this movie, um, and I, very much to the Russo brothers credit is uh, they there are some like genuine um, like dramatic moments in here, like character moments. Mm-hmm. And they're just allowed to be that. And then yeah. maybe something funny happens later. But um, it's some of those scenes like where um, Rocket is flying with Thor and Groot. And um, he can see that something's wrong with, with Thor. And uh, Rocket's like, well, I, I have to be the captain now. So mm-hmm. he walks over there and he, he talks to him about, you know, all the people he's lost and everything. And uh, and Thor actually, like, sheds a tear. You know, mm-hmm. it's, like, finally, like, setting in for him. Yeah. So I, I really liked, I like that. Like, I, I like humor in, uh, in these movies, mm-hmm. but I don't want it to undercut, you know, some of the more dramatic scenes. You know, I, I want yeah. those to play out. There's there's somehow plenty of room for both of those type of things in this movie. I don't know how, yeah, but... Yeah, uh, they did a good job of it, though. Yeah, maybe they have some real-life wizards working on this, this script and, and film. <laughs> That's the only logical explanation. <laughs> yeah, I, I, could, I could agree. Um, I unfortunately did not get a chance to revisit Thor Ragnarok before I got to watch this one, because um, Amanda still needs to watch it, and we with packing and stuff for a move, we haven't had time to sit down mm-hmm. for that we did get to watch uh spider-man homecoming which amanda loved and uh oh, great I, I can't wait to watch again um i was like so glad that i own it now and i can just put it on because that movie is fucking perfect um so uh, yeah so here's the thing um not to cut you off but i did Go for it. so um <laughs> on spider-man homecoming i had recently rewatched that um maybe I think at the end of 2017, so mm-hmm. I had intended to watch it with the commentary. There's no fucking commentary on this. Oh. And I thought, well, maybe it's just on iTunes. I say the nay. Oh, it's not no. even on the, the Blu-ray. Oh, damn. So there's no commentary for this, which was I would have loved that one, too. Yeah, like that would have been awesome. I would have loved to have uh, heard some uh, behind-the-scenes mm-hmm. stuff on this. Uh, but for Thor Ragnarok, the Taika mm-hmm. Waititi oh, commentary... Yeah hilarious i heard it's great yeah there is a certain point where, where his daughter comes into the studio <laughs> two-year-old daughter and demands coffee she uh, starts demanding awesome. coffee he's like you don't drink coffee i don't <laughs> let you drink coffee all these people think i let you drink coffee now so it's very funny uh, yeah. if you haven't listened to it it's great that's yeah, great yeah, of, uh, he, he tosses so out funny. all kinds of different fun facts uh some of it's just like silly stuff but some of it's uh really interesting um, no i heard he gave it all yeah. like good facts yeah in his commentary for that so that's great but yeah, yeah. sucks that it's not one on spider-man man yeah. yeah, very surprising. Maybe it's a Sony deal. I don't know. Yeah, um, but yeah. So I want to watch Thor Ragnarok. I'll introduce Amanda to it here soon. Hopefully, like uh, next week or whatever. But uh, maybe I, I want her to watch that before she sees Infinity War. Actually, so yeah, we should definitely watch that. So that'd be important. Yeah, yeah, it's very important. So <laughs> she goes into Infinity War. It's like, what happened to his hair? Also, his eye. <laughs> yeah, uh, like she she did watch Black Panther. We got to see that in theaters, so mm-hmm. she's caught up on that front. But yeah, there's a lot that happens in Thor that you need to see going into this one. So I I almost think I'm going to have to redo my Phase Three continuity uh, oh, yeah. graph that I made because I I really feel that. Watching Thor Ragnarok immediately before Infinity War is the way to go. Okay. Because in oh, that yeah. one post-credit scene, yep. we see Thanos' ship 
like the shadow comes over Thor's ship, and then this movie starts out with that yeah, essentially, like right away. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah, maybe Black Panther should like in the continuity come a little bit before that. Mm-hmm. No, so, yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, yeah. So that would be like, a good thing for for you guys to do. Yeah, and it, yeah, right before it, uh, exactly. Yeah, because mm-hmm. Black Panther is kind of its own thing. Like, there's, it doesn't really affect anything except for intro. It doesn't even introduce Black Panther because we've already seen him, but it introduces <laughs> yeah. Wakanda, I suppose. Yeah, uh, more to it and everything, but it really is like a his standalone story. So, mm-hmm. um, you, you, yeah, you could almost do that one just right after Civil War. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just, like, hit the ground running there. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I think it's a good point because this one starts off right, right away after the after Thor. So yeah, makes mm-hmm. sense. That's cool. It's not it's not like Eric Killmonger is like yeah, and then Thanos is coming. I'm gonna see him. Up with him. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so. But yeah, so I'm looking forward to that again, and I'll, I'll, I'm intrigued to see what I think about it. Um, one of my friends at work had said that she didn't like uh, Thor Ragnarok as much as Thor: The Dark World. And then once I saw The what? Dark World again, exactly. Well, once I saw The Dark World again, I was like, that movie's like not very good <laughs> yeah. to me. Yeah. So um, her whole thing, though, was like, it's just too funny. Like, it's just like a straight comedy, basically. And I was like, yeah, yeah but that's what's so fun about it. And they went different because Thor's been kind of a, a weird part of the series where like the first one's like so like like Shakespearean and stuff. And the second mm-hmm. one is so dark. And the third one just like needed to do something different. And they go funny. And it, it was such a great juxtaposition to the other in the series. And, uh, but yeah, I'm intrigued to see what I think about it. I think I'll, it's obviously funny and it's, it's a good time, but yeah, maybe it undercuts it too much. So mm-hmm. yeah, that'll be intriguing. If you had to do a, uh, a bottom three of the MCU, mm. what would you, what would you toss in there? Cause I think, I think we're going to be pretty close on at least oh, really? two of those three. Yeah. Huh, okay. Well, I think actually like the first two Thor movies might be in there for me. I'm trying to think, uh, definitely incredible Hulk though. Incredible Hulk and Thor, the dark world are, are both definitely in there. Yep. Um, I'm trying to think and it, it has to be Thor. I can't think of another one that I dislike more. I don't know. There's okay. a bunch of them. There's a bunch of them. <laughs> there's, there is a lot. What so, about you? Uh, for me, my, uh, my bottom two are incredible Hulk and, and, uh, Thor of the dark world. Uh-huh. And then, uh, I'm going to throw in Ant-Man. Um, oh yeah. It's, it's kind of just fine. Like it doesn't really do anything for <sighs> yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, I'm hoping that Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, picks things up, but, mm. uh, that's going to be my bottom three right there. It's like, I like Ant-Man a lot. That movie is really fun, but I just mm-hmm. don't really, I don't care for the villain like very much at all. Like it's, it just feels like a very generic story, but I like, yeah. I love Paul Rudd so much and he's so charming <laughs> yeah. and he's great in that yeah, role. I know. That's, um, that's why it kills me. Cause I, I thought he was great in civil war. Yeah. Like when he shows up there, he's like, okay, we know his deal. He's already been introduced. Let's, let's move on. Yeah. So you know, I liked him a lot there. I'll say, yeah, that's a great point. And I'll, I think I'm going to get on board with you for this very specific reason because Ant-Man is a character that works really well whenever he's just tossed in with the, amongst the Avengers and he's like helping them out. But yeah. I don't really know why we have a standalone series for him. And I know mm-hmm. given the history with the Hulk of like why they're not doing more of those, but like you said, like it's so intriguing what they've done with his character um, and, and all fronts since Mark Ruffalo has taken over. And to see like him now where he can't even turn into the Hulk. Um, yeah. I would much rather see that as a film than have just him show up at the Avengers. I'd rather see Ant-Man just show up at the Avengers and not see a standalone film, but we keep getting those instead. Yeah. Well, so. it, it just seems like in that Ant-Man franchise, he's like the least interesting character. Like there's already <laughs> so much, go- like in the, the Ant-Man and, and Wasp movie that's uh-huh. coming out, it feels like we should have just had a Wasp movie, if anything, because yeah. her father... Is the one yeah. that uh, 
that invented the the shrinking technology, right? Mm-hmm. And then her mother is the one who sacrificed herself uh, to save people and has also disappeared into the microverse. Yeah. So, and they evidently had a, a suit that a human could wear to to do all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And she's well-trained in everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. But <laughs> instead, we'll, we'll bring in... a. Uh, in uh, Scott Lang to uh, to do all this stuff, yeah. a, a Baskin Robbins employee uh, <laughs> to take care of all this stuff. So um, well yeah, so I don't know, I don't know. Maybe um, yeah. maybe some of that uh, connective tissue will be in the uh, the Ant Man sequel. Yeah, um, I, I hope so. Yeah, yeah, with with her being in the title, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's I can't remember her name right now. She's a great actress too. I loved her in Lost. Evangeline uh, Lilly. Lilly, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's like, yeah, since we talked about Ant-Man and we were both like, it's like, I love Paul Rudd and I like what they did, but it's just like, they did too well with her. They did too good, you know, that I'm like, I just want to watch her. And it makes total sense that she would just be it after her dad invented all that stuff. So, yeah. um, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm with you that I think that it, that's, yeah, it's kind of a, a miss on that front from the Marvel universe because it was more intriguing for her to be that character than really yeah. Scott Lang. So, yeah. Hmm, interesting. But yeah, it's like they it's like they went out of their way to to just get like yeah. a, a third party. And it and it makes sense for the story like he didn't want to sacrifice his daughter, but also like it's less interesting because yeah. of that, I think. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, man. Well, uh we got this short segment out of the way so we can put this into the rest of the podcast later. So, <laughs> Stephen, would you say we're doing it? <laughs> we're doing it. <laughs> oh, man, that's good. The rest of the show is the after credit sequence of this. <laughs> <laughs> The post credits, uh, our, our first post credit scene. <laughs> yep, absolutely, man. Uh, but yeah, that was really fun. I'm glad we got to uh, kind of decompress all of that with you because um, it was a lot, man. Uh, I feel like I feel good about it now, though, and I'm really excited to see it again. So, yep, man, that was that was a, uh, a good time, though. It was very much yeah. so, very much. Highly recommend, and yeah. uh, let us know what you think. Yeah, absolutely. All right, and we are back somehow. Through, through the mysteries of time, we've transported into a time where I have seen Avengers Infinity War a second time, oh, this time in 3D. I forgot. How did this happen? How could that possibly happen? <laughs> Was it through the, the magic of the time stone, possibly? Oh. Find out right now. No, we just, we just delayed recording for a couple of days and finished it. Oh my <clears> God, <throat> it's crazy. <laughs> Man. Not I, what anyone expected. You've been but twice yeah. now. I feel like I'm lacking. I'm slacking, rather. Well, it's, it's important that... Amanda sees Thor Ragnarok. Indeed. I told her that yeah. last night, and she was like, well, not tonight, because we were moving yesterday, and we were both hella tired. But I was like, mm-hmm. maybe today, so we'll see. We're recording this on cool. Sunday. Maybe we'll do that. Maybe this week we'll go see uh, Infinity War again, so. Oh, yeah. My God. <laughs> you'll, you'll have a blast. You'll have a blast. <laughs> so what did Brandy think? Uh, she was uh, nonplussed about the whole thing. <laughs> she. Uh, it she was a movie. She said that it's just like so hard to keep track of everything mm. anymore. Like she's not as into these movies as I am, clearly. Yeah, yeah. Um, like she she knows and likes some of the characters, but you know, just all the, the weaving storylines and uh, and whatnot, it's just hard for her to keep track of. Yeah. I don't blame her. I, I think that's probably the same for um, a lot of people out yeah. there. But uh, boy, for people like you and me, holy shit, <laughs> man, it was an, it was a spectacle. Oh, yeah, for fucking sure. <laughs> um, so one thing we didn't uh, bring up earlier uh, on the, the podcast was the Rotten Tomatoes score for this. And uh, we're recording this portion of it on Sunday, the mm-hmm. whatever 
today is. <laughs> the uh, 29th? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so as of right now, Avengers Infinity War has an 84% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. And you think that is like uh, about 100 too low? <laughs> <laughs> Should be 184. Um, it does seem low, man. I think that's yeah, uh, I'd, yeah. I'd, uh, interesting. I'd, I'd say at least a, a low 90s, you know, yeah. 91 or so. It definitely fits there. with, yeah, the best of the best of the Marvel cinematic yeah. universe for sure so yeah i feel like people yeah. maybe even like i don't know they could be the like like brandy like other reviewers who are not that into these movies specifically um mm. and they're like yeah it's a little much it could be like honestly just like a little backlash just for i mean like they're the best on the block so people mm-hmm. like people gotta hate you know what i'm saying yeah it's gonna hate so uh, i don't know i think that's kind of a that's a little too low it's interesting um now one thing i uh I recently discovered is that evidently the the timeline for this movie versus you know some of the the later movies mm-hmm. that are coming out leaning into Avengers four and then I guess maybe with the the various TV and Netflix shows that are coming out mm-hmm. um, I, I couldn't quite wrap my mind around how that was going to work because uh, Agents of Shield is currently airing yeah and yeah. Uh, usually that series reflects whatever's going on in in the MCU at the uh, at that point, mm-hmm. particularly relating to any Avengers movies, mm. but that'd be very hard <laughs> for yeah. that series unless like half the characters disappear yeah, or they're just like <laughs> off, like doing stuff, and we can't reveal where they are for yeah. until that next movie comes out. So we've got that, and then Luke Cage season two comes out mm. in like late June. So yeah, so a lot of questions up in the air, but. Evidently, Ant-Man and the Wasp, which is the next movie to come out, takes place before Infinity War. Okay. So I'm thinking that that movie happens, you know, before all of humanity disappears and maybe leads into Infinity War mm-hmm. somehow. Yeah, so, it'd be interesting if they had like a uh, <laughs> they had a credit scene for Infinity War, and they're like, we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> um, I'm thinking that Infinity War and Avengers 4 are essentially kind of, as they were filmed back-to-back, they, they kind of take place back-to-back. Yeah. So, essentially, we've seen the first half of a six-hour movie mm. a year early, Yeah. if that okay. makes sense. I like that. So, I, I'm thinking of the, like, continuity version of this. It's uh, it's going to be different. Mm-hmm. So, it would be like, um, what was the last movie to come out? Black Panther, then maybe Ant-Man and the Wasp, Captain Marvel, and then mm-hmm. Avengers 3 and mm-hmm. 4, maybe. Yeah. Who knows? So, that's cool. We'll have to wait and find out. <laughs> I told Amanda last night I did. Uh, she was asking about the movie and she was like, don't spoil anything. But she was asking about um, kind of different things about it. And I was kind of hinting that I was like, well, you, you know, people, everybody knew that people were going to die in this movie. And she was like, what? And I was like, <laughs> Thanos is like the, the worst of the worst. And like everybody like suspected to be like Tony or Cap or whatever and like all the stuff. But I was like, I'm not like leaning into like what happens. But I was like, mm-hmm. I did tell Brent, and so I told her, but the one spoiler I would give is that it is like half a movie, because I think that's yeah. kind of important uh, for at least some people, whatever, that I, I kind of heard that it's like half the movie, and that was fine. Um, but yeah, don't look for a whole lot of resolution. I told it, it's not like a necessarily like a cliffhanger in terms of like, like I thought it was going to be, like he just gets the glove, and it's like, he's about to do something, and it just cuts to credits. It's like stuff mm-hmm. happens, and it kind of like, it just doesn't resolve, you know, but it like, yeah. it has like a slow down ending. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm intrigued to see where it goes, but I, I think it would like pick up right where it started or right where it left off. Yeah. For the next one. So mm-hmm. yeah, that will be interesting. Yeah. And I do think it's interesting that the surviving Avengers mm-hmm. at the end of this movie are, 
uh, essentially the Avengers from the, the very first movie, yeah. plus a few others, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's hmm. interesting. It's almost like the uh, the ones with the uh, the contracts that are soon to be up. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be sticking around for the, the next movie yeah. and uh, maybe not beyond. Who knows? Yeah, when I told him that too, I was like, yeah, like a lot of them don't have contracts anymore or like they have like one more film and, and that's it, whatever. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah. It'll be interesting. For sure. For yes. Sure. All right, well, I think it's time to move on from Infinity War and to jump into another war, mm. a war of the Colas, Stephen. Oh, man. As, as predicted by us, the Cola Wars are back. <laughs> and uh, so much so that CNN did a, a, an article on it, right? Yeah, they picked up our poll, man. That's what yeah, I'm saying, at least. man. They ran with it. They didn't, they didn't reference us or our poll at all, but I'm pretty sure we did that. Well, Which what is happens when you get into, into bed with these fake news companies, fake you know? Fake news, man. Been saying it for years. <laughs> I think you invented that term. I'm pretty sure I did. Yeah. <laughs> it is once again time for pop culture combat. Pop culture combat. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that'll happen every time, but we'll see. Who knows? Yeah. Well, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully you may have to have vocal surgery at a certain point. <laughs> Stretch them right back out. <laughs> so this time, the contenders are Coca-Cola versus Pepsi. <laughs> and again, we are grading on the four main uh, points of criteria. Nostalgia, pop cultural impact, fisticuffs, and personal preference. Yep. And then, of course, we have the audience score that mm, adds yeah. up to two points. One point for Twitter and one point for the Instagram score. So how many Instagram um, do we even get? Uh, zero. No one voted on <laughs> fucking Instagram. I made a cool little graphic. It, it detailed exactly how people needed oh, to man. to vote there. Uh, we got some likes. Uh, we got one person that said nice. <laughs> it did like the hand clap emoji, but uh, that was it. So cool job, point, audience. Uh, you've only uh, you're only getting one point. <laughs> Honestly, people just like one person had to write. Hashtag Coke or hashtag Pepsi, yep. and they would have they would have taken uh, the got a, a point for the other one. Yeah, yeah. but that didn't happen. <laughs> so <laughs> a, a lone Twitter point it is. Oh man, that is so funny. Yeah, but uh, you, you hey. gave it your best shot. Yeah, we tried. Yeah, we tried. Maybe we'll we'll have better luck for uh, for the next round. <laughs> yeah, we'll get Probably that one that. vote. That's all we all we have to go is up, man. So <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> Smash cut to next week's episode. We got negative two votes. How did that even happen? Instagram deleted our post. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and they suspended our account. <laughs> well, uh, before we jump into the the um, the voting and, and scoring and whatnot, uh, I do have some uh, some trivia for for each of these respective uh, soft drinks. So Coca Cola was created in 1886, May of 1886. So we're right at 132 years old wow. for uh, for this drink. Um, so it was initially sold as a patent medicine, a.k.a. like snake oil, that type mm, of thing, mm-hmm. you know, uh, as patent medicine for five cents a glass at soda fountains, which were popular in the United States at the time due to the belief that carbonated water was good for the health. <laughs> so, Naturally. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds legit. Why not? And then you can do all kinds of stuff without science. You can just say oh, yeah. whatever they want. That's, that's awesome. I know. <laughs> hey, look at American 2018. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> real war on science here. We've really so, progressed, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, so Pepsi was created in 1893, uh, which was 125 years ago. So mm. these are both long-lasting companies. Yeah. I, d- I didn't realize they'd been around for quite so long. Uh-huh. Um, now, Pepsi gets its name from the root word dyspepsia, a.k.a. indigestion. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So it, uh, it too, was offered as a, uh, a miracle tonic of sorts to yeah. help aid with digestion. So. I don't think that helps at all. Like, only the clear sodas help, like Sprite or ginger ale or something I would drink. Stephen, I, I found these facts on Wikipedia. <laughs> it has be to true. be true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I believe they sold it that way. I'm yeah. just like, I can't imagine how many people are like, they drink a bunch of that and afterwards are like, I feel kind of shitty, but it must be working. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. So, so as some bonus trivia, both of these drinks are the exact same color, which is caramel E-150D. What? Which I, I know, right? I kind of suspected. Uh-huh. Uh, I was leaning a little more towards 148D That's myself, what I but you know, <laughs> well, I, I, I need to have my vision checked anyway. Man. Again, astigmatism in my right eye. Well, I have, <laughs> I have two of them. Uh, I have a Pepsi and a Coke. I brought today to uh, try them out, um, and I'm looking at them, and they are—they look the right color, like the same exact color. But uh, mm-hmm. I would never have really thought they were the exact same color. Just like kind of close. That's very mm-hmm. interesting. So. Yep. Not even a little bit different. No, no. Weird. So on uh, three separate occasions between 1922 and 1933, the Coca-Cola Company was offered the opportunity to purchase the Pepsi-Cola Company, Ooh. and it declined on each occasion. Saying, fuck off? I don't know. I don't know what the reason was. Yeah, but uh, maybe they were just like, nah, fuck it. Could, I, what's weird is like they might have kept it around like I, like Coke buys all these other companies now and keeps them around like under their umbrella or whatever um, so we would have just had like we still would probably have them both in the world but it just would have been all Coke products <laughs> yeah weird yeah so places probably would like everywhere would have Coke and Pepsi instead of just like one or the other it would have been weird. like a uh, Pepsi was a flavor offered through yeah. Coke or something like that you know yeah get a Pepsi Coke or a Coke Pepsi <laughs> weird <laughs> Yeah. Okay. But this is a first here. Uh, I know we're only two, <laughs> two rounds into uh, pop culture combat, but as a first, here's a uh, urban legend about uh, Coke and Pepsi, which w- was something from my youth. Anyway, uh-huh. I don't know that it affected anyone else, but uh, back in uh, back in the day, it was rumored that if you mixed Coke and Pepsi together, you would make <laughs> Dr Pepper. <laughs> I'd never heard that. <laughs> So that was the uh, the thing that was going on. I think it, was, it stemmed from, was it uh, Pepsi does the, the bottling for, mm. or does the manufacturing for the drink, Dr. Pepper, mm-hmm. and then Coke did the bottling of it or mm. something like that. That was back in the day here yeah. in, uh, in Tulsa. But um, yeah, that's, uh, that, no, that, that's not a thing. <laughs> I feel like I need to try it now. I've never even heard of that. So that sounds kind of yeah. gross to mix them together. I can't yeah. imagine what that would taste like. And I don't think it would be Dr. Pepper. So do you ever actually remember trying that? Uh, yeah, I think so. I, I just don't remember. Actually, you know what? If I if I did anything, well, I was gonna say I would might have done it at a uh, like a soda fountain, but it's usually just one or the other. It's either Coke or yeah. Pepsi, yeah, or yeah, whatever yeah. restaurant. It could have been like like company. Quick Trip, like when you uh, get them all together and everything. Oh, see, I I didn't have Quick Trip money. No, that's <laughs> a. Uh... <laughs> oh, that's right. You grew up in yeah. Inola. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we didn't, uh, we didn't, we didn't have that kind of, kind of change here. So, um, no, no, uh, I, 
You know, I don't I don't recall a specific instance where I had done that. And yeah. I've got a weird memory for shit like that. Yeah, there so, you go. I, so you I, don't, I don't think that I've I've, I've done that before. Yeah, now, I have done the uh, awkwardly named suicide where you, like, yeah. hit a little bit from each fountain. Um, except I, I would often skip whatever the diet drink was because it's mm, just like, why? It's a good idea, why, yeah. Why bother with that? Yeah. You know? well, this is just going to ruin I, it. I do remember uh, when suicides were popular. Uh, that sounds weird, too. But um, mm-hmm. uh, for the drinks, like, when I was in middle school... And I had friends that did that, and I was like, yeah, and I, I, I'm sorry, I did have the Quick Trip money, uh, so I went to Quick Trip and uh, wow. did that, and I was like, my mom was like, what are you doing? And I was like, it's a suicide, and you get all the drinks, and it's like, I'm a kid, rah, whatever, and I drank it, and I was like, this is disgusting, and I threw it away. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, the kids that do that are just being, like, assholes. Like, it doesn't yeah. taste good. Oh, no. Yeah. No. It's like, I'm going to mix eight different sodas together. No, that's not going to taste good. Like, guarantee. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's bad. Yeah. It's bad. But yeah, I don't think I ever did the, the diets either. Nobody likes that. So. No. 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 Fuck that. Yeah. I, I know somebody who, when they were doing the uh, the the suicide thing, they went through everything, yeah. including the water, because they were like, hey, it's here. <laughs> so, like, All right. Fuck you, society. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Or maybe they're trying to be healthy. I don't know. <laughs> Clearly. Fit <laughs> it out a little bit. <laughs> Eight sodas and water. You know, really dilute it. Really knock it down there oh, a little that's bit. Hilarious. Well, let's jump into uh, into the uh, the rankings here. Let's do or it. Or the, uh, the uh, voting criteria, I should yeah. say. So first up, we have nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to start on this one? Uh, sure. So this is, uh, is going to be the interesting one. Um, I feel like I have to go ahead and throw out there that um, I am a Coke drinker. I am not a Pepsi drinker. Um, I don't remember the last time I've had a Pepsi. Like, if, if anything, I might have had like a sip of one somewhere. But like, uh, even last night, Amanda and I went to a new restaurant by our house, and she, I, I asked for a Coke, and she said, "Oh, is a Pepsi okay?" And I was like, "No." And I said, "Dr Pepper," and she said, "Yep." And I said, "Let's do that." Uh, so yeah, I, I definitely got to throw it out there um, that in general, I like Coke. Um, so we'll see how this all goes, but I told Amanda that she might be surprised in some of my points, and uh, number one is nostalgia, because I don't really have anything I, I can think of nostalgic-wise for Coke, um, besides it being around, I guess. Um, okay. I mean, I, I drink it more, or I, or I drank dark pepper when I was growing up, um, but I do for Pepsi, so my grandmother uh, had Pepsi always at her house. That was her favorite, so... I have like distinct memories, you know, things from my grandmother, and one of them was uh, frozen grapes. Her, uh, my, my step grandfather, uh, Bob, would freeze grapes, and I thought that was the coolest thing in the world, and I loved to like peel the skins off. So I like have distinct memories of doing that. Like when I was like, I had like chicken pox, and I was at their house during that, like while my mom was working and stuff. And uh, so I remember those, and I remember Pepsi. Um, and so I have this like distinct memory of Pepsi, like connected to my grandma Arlita. So. To me, that one like wins over for Coke, um, even though I'm a Coke fan, um, because it it's like this is like Grandma's drink or something. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's kind of connected there. So for me, nostalgia goes to Pepsi. To Pepsi. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Let me loudly write this down. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to be quiet. He's got a chisel. It. Sort of falling <laughs> in my desk. <laughs> I think we had an earthquake here. Jesus. It's possible. Uh, that is surprising. That is surprising. Yeah. I wouldn't have, uh, have thought that from uh-huh. you. Um, so, similarly to you, um, I remember from my youth, uh, primarily growing up around Pepsi. Um, it was in my household, and mm. you know, at family gatherings, that was the the main like 
soda drink mm -hmm. that was there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, as I was saying before, even with my weird memory, I don't remember Coke being a presence in yeah. my youth, mm -hmm. um, which is, is odd. I mean, it's not like Coke is like $5 for a two liter and then Pepsi is $1. <laughs> yeah. Like they're, they're even, evenly priced and I feel like they're um, both available in equal amounts mm -hmm. if you go to a grocery store. But um, for one, whatever reason, it was Pepsi that was always always around. Yeah. Um, the really the only significant Coke memory from my youth is um, I had an uncle from California who came into town with his family, and we all went to go eat at the local pizza parlor. Mm -hmm. And I remember he ordered. <laughs> he told the the, the person uh, he was ordering from. He said, uh, "Yeah, and uh, four cokes." And the guy said. Well, we got Pepsi. And he goes, yeah, that's what I said, four Cokes. <laughs> I hate that And so uh, much. that's when I realized that uh, that Coke could be a generalized term uh, for any type of soft drink, you know, beverage. So um, that, that was the, the only thing that, uh, that really stands out to me there. So also for me, I'm going to have to give this point to Pepsi. Interesting, interesting. Um, so I have two points uh, back to yours. Uh, one, it also made me think that growing up, not for me, like I would have that with my grandmother, but my mom likes Diet Pepsi, and uh, she would go back and forth. Sometimes she would do Diet Coke or Diet Pepsi, but, but mostly she would get Diet Pepsi, so that also had a little bit there. Um, but I don't, like we talked about earlier, I don't care about for any of the diet stuff at all. Um, but yeah, uh, I hate, <laughs> since you brought it up, I hate the fact that people will say, I want a Coke, and then like, what kind? No, that's no. It is a brand. It is. It is yeah. not synonymous like Kleenex with tissue, where it's like yeah. one thing that everybody knows. Clearly, we're talking about Pepsi versus Coke right now, and nobody would say like, "Oh, I want a Pepsi. What kind?" Like that would be ridiculous. Uh, so yeah. I, I've always like hated that. I've heard it's actually, um, or I've heard it from Southern people before um, mm -hmm. that they say that, and I'm just like, Ugh, please no. If I say Coke, that should be the end of our conversation. You know exactly what to get me, <laughs> and you just made it infinitely harder so <laughs> <laughs> they come back with a, a one of those like silver trays with a, a mound of white powder on it and you're like well i, I did ask for coke like, all right don't don't ask me what kind you know what kind the white powdery substance <laughs> and you're like even still can i get a straw yeah absolutely yeah makes it easier yeah for sure. <laughs> so let's move on to pop cultural impact cool to me, the, the Coca-Cola logo is instantly recognizable, mm -hmm. like that, that cursive font yeah. that they use. Um, that one's been around more or less since the early 1900s, mm -hmm. okay. and uh, it's had some like small changes here and there. Sometimes the, uh, uh, like I think the original logo, that cursive font was uh, a little bit uh, thicker, like a, a bold, mm -hmm. and then they kind of slimmed it up a little bit for the, the modern version of it, but otherwise it's, it's essentially the same yeah. that, uh, that we've had. Uh, and it seems like Pepsi, they change their logo frequently, and it's mm. kind of wildly different. I mean, yeah. it's the same kind of red, white, and blue uh, color scheme, mm -hmm. and uh, the same, like, Pepsi globe. But, um, yeah, I mean, they it seems like they just change their packaging yeah. too often. It's not <laughs> as recognizable. Well, actually, I have one right now, and it looks really weird to me because it's a retro design. Yes. And I was like, yeah, well, that looks like what I know. But I think they've even changed the globe thing, like, recently, where it's not mm -hmm. just, like, that same shape. It's like, we, they, they turned the globe, and this is how mm -hmm. those things would shape. And it's like, yeah, you, you guys change a lot. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm glad you brought that up because that was one of my notes here, is that, uh, for whatever reason, they've gone back to the 1980s design, uh -huh. which is what that is, that kind of throwback okay. design. 
And um, so that's it, retro now. The eighties. Fuck. <laughs> 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 I was like, it's the sixties design or something. I don't know. <laughs> that's hilarious. So um, I. I had bought uh, an eight-pack of like 12-ounce Pepsi bottles recently, mm-hmm. uh, leading up to this challenge because uh, I wanted to to get reacquainted. Okay. With it. Yeah. And um, uh, kind of it it looks like the one you have, you've got, okay. but it has the, um, the 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 white border mm-hmm. around it instead mm-hmm. of the blue. So it uh, it looks like something that they just time traveled back to 1985 and got yeah. and uh, brought to today. Why? Who knows? It's a weird time. Uh, I know they've been around for 125 years, but there's no, like, celebrating 125 years uh, of, of whatever. Uh, it's, yeah, it's it weird. Says, like, like, retro. Why, why bother? Yeah. Why bother? Like, are people nostalgic for that specific logo design? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Like, was, was there a rush of people that had, like, th- that specific Pepsi logo tattooed on their body? I don't uh-huh. get it. Um, That's probably it. So, uh, through further research, I... I read that uh, both logos have been changed 11 times, but again, wow. Cokes have only been slight differences mm-hmm. where Pepsis have, have been all over the place, um, including uh, affecting the, the font itself. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that changes from time to time. Um, I couldn't really even tell you what the, <laughs> the modern font looks like. I think it's all like lowercase and very like yeah, I, looking. The, yeah, and the one I have, I'm like, it's just really generic. Like it's just kind yeah. of rounded off whatever letters like they look normal like <laughs> there's nothing to it so yeah 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 go back to helvetica yeah <laughs> talk to me when you get the helvetica form. <laughs> so as of may 2017 coke's market share is 42 percent with pepsi at 31 percent okay so we're, we're just you know talking about the impact of of these brands yeah. um so coke's taking the lead there um as far as you know, interacting with fans, Coke has 3.4 million Twitter followers. Pepsi has 3.1 million, so not not too far off there. Close. Um, as far as uh, Facebook likes, Coca-Cola has 107.5 million likes. Pepsi has 37.7 oh, million wow. likes. And I looked that up last night. Blew it so out of the water. That's, that's that's very recent. Damn. Going back to 2017, the market value of Coca-Cola is 100, $182.9 billion, mm-hmm. and Pepsi is $159.4 billion. Okay. And um, I know, I can't think of one right off the top of my head, but I know I've seen movies where Coca-Cola is referenced as being, um, I, I'm trying to think of, of what it might have been in, but uh, I remember seeing somebody from another country walk up to an American and be like, yeah, Coca-Cola, or, or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I don't think that same recognition yeah. is there with, with Pepsi. Yeah, it's like, it's, yeah. Even though it's red, white, and blue. Yeah. <laughs> which yeah. is ironic. But um, uh, but yeah, so for me, that delineates that I have to give mm-hmm. a point to Coke yeah. for pop cultural impact. Okay. Yeah, those are good points. Um, yeah, so a couple things I'll say. Uh, Amanda brought up yesterday, and I was glad she did because I wasn't really thinking about this, but um, specifically she talked about, like, advertising and, um, like, things I remember, like, the like Britney Spears uh, Pepsi commercial years ago. Oh, yeah. And she mentioned, like, there's a... I guess there's, like, a whole bunch in the era. There were, like, a bunch of other celebrities that did pretty huge spots because that was, like, when Britney Spears was, like, really huge. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I still remember that commercial, like, at least a little bit. Um, I remember it yeah. happened. Um, but there's something about the Coca-Cola advertising to me that I've always loved. And, uh, it's almost like when you brought up the American thing, it's 100% that way because it is in movies and stuff. It's like, uh, it's like, oh, it's like 
Dukes of Hazard, Coca-Cola. It's like, yeah. these are like a quintessential American things. And it's almost like Pepsi's like trying too hard with the red, white, and blue. And Coke is just like, yeah. no, we were here first. Like, we got it. Like, we were just, yeah. we were American, whatever. But yeah. um, but also like the, uh, it's like, I would like to share share with the world with Coke or whatever. I can't remember that commercial from like the 60s. Um, and then the advertising now, like there's a billboard by my work that I, I find it fascinating because they change it so often. That's the only billboard I've ever like really noticed. And it's always a Coca-Cola one, but they change it from like their different brands and stuff. Um, but they're always like, there's something about Coke ads that are very um, like happy, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. They're very like, it, it, there's something about it whenever I, whenever I think about it, I think of that like, ah, like after you drink it, it sounds yeah. like it sounds so good on a hot day, or like I I had a man get pick me up one, uh, a Coke um, yesterday and put it in the freezer when I was moving to get over here and like wake myself up a little bit. And it was like I told him like when I had it, <laughs> I looked at it and I was just like I missed you, I love you, baby, and I kissed it. And then I was like, oh Amanda, I missed it and I love you too, and I kissed her. Uh, but I was like, I was like, it felt like reinvigorating for sure. And Pepsi yeah. has never struck me that way, and it's partly because of just how I had the taste and everything, but it's partly because. They've really sold that idea to people, I think, um, that it's like something great to have like on a hot day. And uh, so for like impact, it's like, I feel like they've done a good job of that and that people know that. And I, don't, I can't really point to anything with Pepsi besides like they did some celebrity commercials at one point or whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's that's part of it for me. Um, I did want to bring up too though with the, the 80s logo, the only thing I can think of is I remember like in Back to the Future 2, um, they, I think is what it's the one. They talk about like, like oh, they want a Pepsi because it's all like that '80s nostalgia st- shop. And from what I'd heard mm-hmm. in that era, since I grew up in, I was born in '85, and so I don't really re- remember the '80s and stuff. Um, like during it, I remember more of like watching that stuff like in the early '90s, I guess. But uh, I think it was Pepsi or even even like Diet Pepsi was like huge in the '80s with like teenagers and stuff. And it's like when New Coke came out, and I think New Coke kind of tasted closer to Pepsi um, from what I'd heard. That it was like trying at least trying to like formulate something that tasted closer to that, and there was like mm-hmm. some weird thing out there. But but since I didn't really live through it, I don't really remember that, um, and I don't know how much impact it really had because now I feel like like everything you said, like Coke just eclipses Pepsi on everything, all social media, yeah. like anything. So uh, I think my point, obviously, I think is is for Coke here um, for the pop culture impact. But, uh, but yeah, it's kind of interesting. I believe in Back to the Future too. What you're referring to is Pepsi Perfect. Pepsi Perfect, Stephen. Perfect. Uh, apparently, I need to watch that again. <laughs> that happened in the way distant future of 2015. <laughs> Fantastic. And uh, through uh, doing my research last night, I saw that at I think it was San Diego Comic Con, mm-hmm. uh, Pepsi had 6,500 bottles of Pepsi Perfect made. Oh, cool. And they they sold for twenty dollars fifteen cents or oh. 2015, and uh, so fans could buy those and uh, consume them. And I don't know. How good they were supposed to taste. I know taste. what that tasted like. Yeah, it kind of came and went, but uh, it, it was just I, Pepsi. I, I think <laughs> they just put I think it was supposed to. It. <laughs> I think it was supposed to be like the original Pepsi formula. Okay. So I don't I don't really know what the difference is there, but hey, yeah. you know, mm. it is what it is. Yeah, interesting. Now we're on the uh, the third match of uh, <laughs> <laughs> of uh, Pepsi versus Coke here. So the one that makes the um, most sense. Yes. <laughs> Which is, of course, fisticuffs. <laughs> so Stephen and I had uh, gone back and forth about uh, how how do we make two inanimate liquids fight each other, mm-hmm. then determine a winner. And uh, Kent Blue and Austin Wilson on Twitter uh, were going back and forth on giving us ideas. Kent suggested 
throwing a Coke at a Pepsi and then throwing a Pepsi at a Coke, <laughs> like the cans, and seeing which one survived and, and declaring that a winner, uh, which I do think is fun. But uh, one, my wife would kill me if uh, if I threw some of that stuff around on her patio and got, <laughs> got it all sticky. And uh, two, I do not like to waste food or drink, oh, so there you go. I can't sacrifice that. It's a great idea, though. Yeah, yeah, it's worth a shot. So um, we're, we're, I guess, each going to independently come up with a a version mm-hmm. of, uh, of how we're going to judge that. So, Stephen, what do you have? Uh, so, I have a simple one for me. Um, I have always heard the, the myth, but uh, it's one of those things I've heard, um, like my aunt... Mixing Coke and Pepsi together makes Dr. Pepper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've been there, Stephen. Come on, move on. Um, I've heard this as a, a, an urban legend, if you will, but uh, as urban legends go, I heard it from like an aunt who did it as an experiment, as a child, whatever, where you could put like a like a copper penny and a bowl of coke and it'll like eat it away or like clean things or you can put like a tooth mm-hmm. i think is what she did like a tooth in uh, a thing of coke and like watch it like dissolve it away and i've just never that's what lisa simpson did and it they, created yes a, a whole new species <laughs> <laughs> but i've never done that i've never heard that with pepsi so i have to think uh since coca-cola seems to be the uh acid blood of uh, an alien creature um, it would it would win in a fisticuffs battle with Pepsi that it would just literally eat it um, away. So that that's what I'm going with. So uh, point point for Coke. That's your criteria. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. So for me, and uh, here I'm gonna move this stuff around a little bit. Oh man, is there a visual coming up? Oh my God, guys, I'm so excited. All right. So for me. <laughs> I've got a uh, I've got a cooler here uh-huh. where I've got a chilled 12 ounce Coca-Cola okay there's gonna be a lot of noise on this one yeah, and then a right. here's the, uh, uh-huh. the 12 ounce Pepsi as well so we've of course got the throwback logo celebrating yep. nothing as far as I can tell <laughs> uh, it says uh, same great taste retro design yep Okay, cool. Yep, I guess so. Thanks, guys. I guess Coke could do the same thing, you know? Mm-hmm. They, so. But since they don't change as much, it would pretty much just look like it is. So that's okay. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, and I apologize if... Oh, I immediately made noise. <laughs> what are we going to do? And Steve and I... Oh, man, I'm excited. I'm going to have you as the, as, the, as the witness here. Yeah. What I'm going to do is yeah. I'm going to take in equal amounts Coke and Pepsi, uh. pour them simultaneously into an arena, okay. also known as a cup, that they can fight it out <laughs> in. Emblazoned on this cup is the winner of the first round right, of pop is... culture combat, one Mr. Mickey Mouse. Amazing. So let's uh, let's go ahead and, and get these popped open, no pun intended, or was there some slight <laughs> pun intention right there? <laughs> Do you even have any Bugs Bunny cups, by the way? No. Of course not. I'm not, I'm not a savage, Stephen. <laughs> All right, so first the Coke. Oh, oh yeah, my mouth just started watering. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Pepsi. <laughs> Even the sound is off. <laughs> they did sound different. It did. Which is odd. They were weird, in the the, uh, the cooler together. Yeah. And it was important. I I went to great lengths on this uh-huh. because I I wanted them both to be at the ideal temperature, so there's not anything mm. that's being thrown off here. Yeah. 
So uh, here, I'm going to move this microphone out of the way so I can so I can pour this. But I I do want you to witness that they're being poured in equal amounts mm -hmm. at the same time, yep. mixing properly here. Okay. So let me let me scoot this out of the way. Mm -hmm. We've got oh, we've got some porridge going on. Not porridge, but you know, it's pouring. Ooh, right to the top. That was very close. Yeah. Let's listen. Yeah. You can totally hear it. <laughs> mm. So uh, so I poured them, like, the, the streams into each other so they would mix as they were going mm -hmm. down, right? There's so many questions I have. Please continue. I, I need to know what's going on. Is this podcast going to earn us a Grammy? <laughs> Stay tuned. A Pulitzer. And find out right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, so I've got in, uh, in my cup here. Uh-huh. Notably, guys, you can't tell because they are the exact same color. <laughs> That's, true. That's true. It's all evened out, really. Yeah. So, yes, I've got uh, a cup, uh, about a half of a, a cup here filled with equal mixture of Coca-Cola and Pepsi. Mm -hmm. And what I'm going to do is take a, a sip or three mm -hmm. and decide which one is the more dominant uh, flavor. But, but Brent... What if it just made Dr. Pepper? Now, Steven, we're cashing in. <laughs> All right, so let's, let's give this a shot here. Hmm. <laughs> what is it even like? <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, it's... Oh, it, okay, it tastes like a, a cola beverage okay. of some sort. <laughs> I think we just made an RC Cola. <laughs> That's what I can believe. <laughs> that's what I can believe. I think that's what it that's what it reminds me of. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, there's no um I, I honestly can't discern mm -hmm. that either one of these is the <laughs> So I went, I went through all this <laughs> this great trouble for uh for almost nothing. So, so you, like no, neither one of them is like dominant. It just tastes like a, a third mystery beverage. Yeah, I was I was kind of expecting a um, maybe a stronger aftertaste mm -hmm. of some sort. Um, I honestly thought Coke Coke to me has a stronger taste. Pepsi almost tastes like a watered down cola to me, so I would think that Coke would would be more prevalent. Yeah. Boy, there's uh, I'm really shocked. <laughs> I, I was I was kind of I was expecting yeah. the same thing in a way. Uh -huh. I was thinking that maybe Pepsi had a, a stronger like initial taste and then mm. finished off with Coke, but. This uh, this was a draw. This was just a, a slap fight between these two uh, cola juggernauts, and uh, both of them just uh, gave up and, and walked away. So, um, I I I'm gonna have to. Uh, this is gonna be a draw. Okay. On, uh, on fisticuffs for me. So. Wow. Wow. Interesting. Um, Guys, never saw it coming. Um, yeah. I mean, it, weird. It, it is hard to make them fight, and uh, without throwing them at each other, which still is a good idea. Um, uh, yeah, you have to try some things, and sometimes it doesn't work out. Sometimes you can't tell. There's yeah, no winner, yeah. you know. So, so for for the the points for a draw, um, yeah, how does, I think yeah. We'll, we'll we'll just not award a point uh -huh. for either, or award a point for both. Uh, yeah, let's just not not award. There you go. They just they shook hands and they said, "Hey, we both exist, and that's okay." Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're we're here for different people in the world. That's all right. Yeah. Wow. Okay. What a twist! <laughs> you know? Did uh, did not expect that. Yeah. Okay. Well, 
Hey, let's move on to uh, personal preference. Okay, okay. Do you want to uh, you want to start this one off? Yeah. Um, give me one second. I'm gonna go grab a okay. cup because I'm gonna open mine up to taste them, and then I'm gonna do the same thing you did. Oh, how yeah. Exciting. Right. Okay. So let me go get one real quick. Okay. You know, um, when I was doing the. Uh, the sip tasting there, uh-huh. I was like, wow, I wish Steven could experience this, knowing <laughs> that you had both a Coke and Pepsi right there. I was like, wow, there's just nothing that we can do. It's just not in the cards. Well, I started to stop you and be like, oh, I'll get a cup too. I'll do it at the same time. But then I was like, mm-hmm. but my whole thing is to drink them like one at a time and, and for my for my personal <laughs> preference. So this works out that it's like the next thing. So that's cool. Okay, cool. So so we'll we'll have you, you'll do individual sips and then yeah. do a, a mix. Mm-hmm. That's my goal. Okay. Um, okay. My my question is if I'm doing individual sips, I, I mean, obviously I didn't pour them in a, it's not a blind taste test where, you know, like mm-hmm. a commercial. So I know which one's which. I don't know which one to start with though. So um, I'd say start with, with Pepsi. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I know the Coke one yeah. better. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to open... Like you in order though, like you did, because uh, I want to hear the difference, if if any, because I have different bottles. Like I have the bigger ones, the uh, twenty ounce, and they are uh, like different shapes. Yours were like kind of similar, like that smaller size. So mm-hmm. I was, I don't know why the sound was different. That weirded me out. Just guys, doesn't it just make your mouth water? Mm. <laughs> so good. What was that? It's like, a, oh, there we got it. I think your Pepsi just queefed on you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got it. It was like it was uh, delayed. I was like, yeah. this, this motherfucker's going to be flat. Uh, <laughs> not so bad. Okay. So, uh, okay, so I, yeah, Pepsi first. So, mm-hmm. and, and you've got a, a 20 ounce of each of these, right? Yeah. Okay, uh, so. Which just noting for, for whatever, not, not a, a point, but... Uh, 250 calories per bottle for Pepsi, 240 for Coke. So, Ooh. if you want to get healthy, <laughs> as you can tell, we're a couple of health nuts on the show. <laughs> All right, so I don't remember the last time I had a Pepsi. It's been a little bit, so this will be interesting. Okay. Yeah, there is like some sniff. like kind of like the nostalgia thing. I still like it in terms of like I'll drink it sometimes and be like, "All right, well, it reminds me of my childhood." But otherwise, it's not my favorite. So this will be interesting. Yep. Here he goes, sipping the Pepsi. It's not immediately spitting up, so that's good. That's true. It always just kind of tastes like flat or like watered down to me a little bit more than like Coke yeah. does. I've, it's I always had a taste that's like a little off to my taste buds, yeah. yeah. All right, so not that I'm prejudiced or biased against this at all uh, or either of these, but uh, I get this glorious Coke in my mouth right now. And if people have never seen Steven in real life, he does have a Coca-Cola logo tattooed on his forehead. Absolutely. And then a couple of teardrop tattoos. Don't ask about that. <laughs> he doesn't like that. They they are a caramel color E. Uh, <laughs> E-150D? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'll, I'll go back and forth, uh, do Pepsi again. Okay. Yeah, I mean, clear winner to me is a Coke. That Pepsi just tastes like... It's almost like it tastes like a, a diet drink to me, like, right away, even though it's not diet. Uh, mm-hmm. It still has that like off taste of whatever that is. So, in general, personal preference, I'm throwing the point to Coke. Uh, but in honor of your experiment, I, I did want to try this third mystery flavor when you pour them together. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> let me see. I'll uh, try to scoot this down for you as well. See how this goes. Okay. All right. So he's got a 
Got a cup, a blue cup, Pepsi blue cup, you might Listen, even say. And that's uh. <laughs> <laughs> point of contention already. <laughs> All right. And he too is going to pour the streams into each other, into the cup. Listen to that fizz. You know, I heard uh, from Ghostbusters, you're not supposed to cross the streams, but I fucking did it. Mm hmm. I did it. Hmm. All right, he's trying it. Hmm. <laughs> that was my first thought, too. All right. First note, it tastes better than Pepsi. <laughs> okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> right? Um, and it tastes... I, I haven't had an RC cold in so long, but when you said that, I was like, I instantly know what you mean. And I'm like, right? okay. tasting it now, I'm like, I get it. It tastes like RC cola to me. Yes, yes. So here's what you do, guys. <laughs> if... <laughs> If you're at the grocery store and you're like, man, I want some RC Cola, sure, you can buy an 84-cent bottle, like one liter, or you can buy $2.69-cent, uh, one liter, or two-liter bottles of uh, of Coke and Pepsi, mix them together, yeah, guys, and you've got RC Cola. That is so funny. Yeah. I really wouldn't have expected that, but yeah, when you said it, I was like, I totally get why that yeah. would work that way. Because um, RC Cola has always been like, I, I always assumed it was trying to be like a knockoff of Coke. I don't know why, mm -hmm. though. It's just a dark caramel soda, basically, whatever. Yeah. But it does seem like um, they kind of, they're trying to quarter that market. Like, uh, people like Coke, people like Pepsi, why don't we just mix it together and make it cheaper? Yep. And the people will be like, whatever. It's kind of like, if, if you're a Pepsi drinker and a Coke drinker, you can both grab an RC Cola and be like, all right, well, at least it's a, you know, it's RC, that's cool. So, yep. uh, interesting. Mm. Yeah. So, for you, the, the personal preference point goes to Coke. To then. Coke, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, for me, this can be long-winded. So uh, strap it. in. My first job was at was at McDonald's, and uh, mm -hmm. I very quickly grew to love the fountain dispensed Coca-Cola. Mm -hmm. Like I don't know what it is. Like oh, yeah. the, the, there's a difference to me between a bottle of Coke and a fountain version of Coca-Cola, mm -hmm. especially at McDonald's. For whatever reason, it's so good there. I don't know why. They probably tweak it, man. The, probably. You can like tweak the, the the syrup to soda ratio. Oh, yeah. yeah. We used to do that at Carino's when I worked there. And it's like, whenever you're messing with it, you can be like, well, if you want really good stuff, crank that up. <laughs> <laughs> you just pour the syrup in a glass. Yeah. Comes out super thick. Oh, man, it's it's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> but it, the way it coats your throat. <laughs> yeah, it, it's possible, you know. it. Uh, you have all that sugar in there. You want yeah. something salty, so you uh, yeah. order a Big Mac, you know. Yep, there you go. Push it all down. And some fries. Um, so now... Because of that, if I'm drinking soda and I'm, you know, at a at a gas station or someplace where there's a fountain where I can get a fountain Coca-Cola, mm -hmm. I do. I go for that because it's just, man, it's just, it's so good. Yeah, so I agree with that. It's hard, hard to top, hard to top that. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, as you were talking earlier about the advertising between Coke and Pepsi, um, the advertising that we see, like the commercials, seem very inclusive mm -hmm. and um, and positive, and there's a number of like ethnicities and orientations represented. Uh, I know some people freaked out about that a, a couple years ago at the Super Bowl, where it was like a gay couple was in the mm -hmm. the, the Coke commercial, mm -hmm. but then Coke was like, "Suck it, I don't care." <laughs> <laughs> Damn straight. Pepsi uh, has the the opposite problem. They've they've got some weird like marketing and uh like marketing strategies mm -hmm. and, and commercials um kind of like this this throwback design 
okay, cool, but maybe you should be like celebrating 125 years or whatever. Yeah, yeah. To, to really make it like sink in. Because now it's just like, oh, they changed their design again? Yeah, there's like no reason. It's, it's, it's more confusion than, than anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, of course, we've got the uh, Kendall Jenner Pepsi ad that uh, oh, lit yeah. the internet on fire. I forgot about that. Which one. was, yeah. I mean, so some of their, their marketing um, mm. seems very youth focused. For sure, yeah. but also it seems confusing mm-hmm. and uh, tone deaf as well. Yeah. So it's misguided. Um, yeah, and despite growing up with Pepsi, my tastes have changed, and I find the taste of Pepsi to be very uh, chemically. Oh, okay. Or yeah. Whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Did you notice that when you took a sip of, of the, the Pepsi? I think that's what I'm getting at with the like it tastes like it was like a diet uh, soda to mm-hmm. me, and uh, I think that's yeah, it's kind of like a chemically thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it has a, a really weird aftertaste. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, I don't uh, don't care for that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, because of that, I'm going to award my personal preference point to RC Cola. What? No, <laughs> a new contender. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny if, like, once we mix these together, we're like, guys, this blew everything out of the water. We're changing this whole game up. <laughs> we tried to patent it for sure. Um, so yeah, we've uh, we've got. Uh, yeah, my personal preference, of course, goes to Coca-Cola in this mm-hmm. uh, this showdown. Um, now, before we move on to the the audience pick, I do want to state that uh, my decision really it came down to taste. L- like you were saying earlier, when I mentioned RC Cola, you kind of have like a, a sense memory of what that mm-hmm. would taste like uh-huh. a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I can do the same thing with like Dr Pepper or Mountain Dew mm-hmm. or Sprite. Um, I can't do that with Pepsi. Hmm. Like I. <laughs> we uh, we went on a road trip last weekend to Arkansas for a run that my wife was doing, and I took a couple of these little uh, twelve ounce Pepsi's with me. And as we were riding along, I uh, took a sip of Pepsi, set it down, and sat there for a minute or two. And was like, "Wait, what did that taste like?" And so I took another <laughs> sip of it, and then I I was like, "Oh, okay, I get it." And then I set it down again. I tried to remember what it tasted like, uh-huh. and I, it's just not there. Weird. I don't know why. But uh, I don't have really a, a sense memory for Pepsi. Mm-hmm. I do for Coke. Yeah, I, I can distinctly taste the uh, the flavors in Coke, but uh, Pepsi Pepsi doesn't have that. So um, I feel like yeah. I, I have a very bare one there. Like with with my the mother uh, the, my grandmother memory thing for it. It's like I feel like I can kind of get it there, but it's yeah, it doesn't stick like other ones do. That's really interesting. I never mm-hmm. thought about that before. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And ironically, my favorite soda of all time is Pepsi Cola made with real sugar. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Because it doesn't have the chemical taste. But you know what? It, uh, yeah, you're right. It doesn't have uh-huh. the chemical flavor. It's just real sugar. But unfortunately, it was not allowed in the tournament because we're talking about mm-hmm. the classic yeah. standard Pepsi and Coke. So, um, so yeah. So, See, that's, so Coke took it on the, on the preference there. That's interesting because I hadn't really gotten into – I try to stay away from most, like – at least dark sodas now um, in general. I've been drinking a lot of Cokes lately because we've been trying to stay up and not drink coffee or anything uh, for what I'm, we're moving. I'm trying to stay awake. But um, but so I, I haven't really done like a lot of the, the real sugar ones because um, you have to go out of your way to get them more um, than these. So uh, I'd be intrigued to try a, a Pepsi mm-hmm. with sugar. Like ne- maybe next time we're hanging out or whatever, that'd be kind of fun. Oh, they'll be here. Yeah. So yes. Hey. Uh, well, it's funny. So the other week on the podcast, I thought you were drinking a Pepsi. Was that a Pepsi with real sugar, or were you yes. trying to get back to yeah. taste? Okay. So you do like yeah. those. So that's okay. Interesting. Yeah, I do. I do like those quite a bit, and those I can remember the taste of. This, huh. this, 
weird, like the regular Pepsi yeah. seems like a foreign entity. It's I feel like it's an invader from another planet <laughs> that's trying to pretend that it's fucking the Pepsi that I like, you know. That's funny. But uh, but it's not. It's uh, you know just a set of chemicals, which obviously all soda is. Yeah. But uh, this is this is Even like above looking behind the wizard's curtain <laughs> a little you know? bit. So what about like uh, Coke with real sugar? Do you like that, or have you had that? Um, yeah, it's it's often referred to as Mexican Coke. Yeah. Um, because that's I, I guess that's the the main formula they uh-huh. use in Mexico. Um, and I've had one here and there over the years. Um, there, as in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> you you go down to get some. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, I I smuggle it back across the border. Oh man. And, uh, <laughs> it's dangerous work, but somebody's got to hey, do it. Hey, yeah, that's okay. I've got a ladder with me just in case they build that wall. <laughs> so, um, no, yeah, the, uh, the, the, the uh, I'm sorry, the Coke with real sugar mm. doesn't, uh, I don't remember there being like a strong difference, yeah. but um, I'd, I'd like to try it again. What I'd really like to do is pour the Mexican Coke and Uh-oh. the Pepsi with real sugar together. Holy shit. That. And make the yeah. world's greatest RC Cola. I've been trying to think of this, by the way. I'm thinking it's going to be... Poca Pepsi, Poca, or a poke. Poke-ca- I want a poke. That's that's the mixture. <laughs> what do you think? A poke and a smile. Yeah, <laughs> dude, it writes itself. That's amazing. Yeah. So yeah, that's our new that's our new beverage. We're gonna market that. That sounds like a triple X website. Like. <laughs> As most of our advertising should. Absolutely. Of course. Yeah. Of course. All right. So let's move on to the the audience score. Yeah. And. Um, Again, this is just Twitter only because no one voted on Instagram because I don't know why. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to shame the audience. It was so funny. Like, all the likes kept going up. No responses. Yep. Yep. <laughs> no comments. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's just not what people want to do on Instagram. There you, know? you go. It's, yeah. it's their prerogative. Yeah, that's fine. Anyway, so um, for the audience selection, by a margin of 63 to 37, oh. the point is going to go to Coca-Cola. Wow, we had that many votes? Yeah. That's yep. fantastic. I hadn't seen that last time. That's awesome. Well, that's the percentage. Oh, see? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. That makes way more sense. 63% to 37%. How many people actually voted? Uh, I think like 16. Okay. See, I was hoping, I, I kept hoping with both the Instagram and the Twitter one, like doing the hashtags and all that stuff with these big brands, I think we just get lots of people to vote, you know, not not just our fans, but uh, that's all right. What? I did uh, tag the the Doughboys, Nick mm-hmm. Weiger and Mike Mitchell in one of the posts, and uh, the the next day uh, I saw that Mike Mitchell liked our poll and our that comment I tagged him in. Nice. So I think he may have voted. I don't know if uh, Nick Weiger did, but mm-hmm. uh, I'm a huge fan of that podcast. So uh, just the idea of them voting, yeah, uh, it's rad. Just fills me with glee. Yeah, but um, yeah. So here, let me let me tally tally. <laughs> <laughs> let me tally up the points. Somehow, when you mix Coke and Pepsi together, it makes an alcoholic beverage. Totally weird. <laughs> that's, that's good. Let's learn. Let's be so much. We need math sounds right now. Calculator clicks. So pencil scratches. <laughs> the, the sound of somebody pushing yeah. their glasses up on their, the bridge of the nose. Well, this is fully work after this. <laughs> the sound of buying a new pocket protector. <laughs> it's a real nerdy fucking sound. Oh, man. All right, so total points here. With a total of two points, Pepsi. Oh. With a total of six points, Coca-Cola. Damn, straight. 
technically with a total of one point, RC Cola. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Thus, the winner is Coca-Cola. Yeah, as we all knew it would be. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, you know, one of those things. (laughs) You said it, brother. <laughs> well, listen. Hopefully, we can uh, have. We'll do like a quick rematch some someday with the uh, the Mexican Coke and the real sugar Pepsi. That'd be fun mm-hmm. to do uh, next time we're we're actually together. And uh, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. We'll kind of do a rehash and see how those go. That'd, that'd be interesting. There's a, a like novelty shop that we found here in uh, not too far from my house called Rocket Fizz. Oh yeah, yeah excuse me, that sells all kinds of different uh, novelty sodas and whatnot. They have, like, your standard Coke and Pepsi and whatnot, but they have a lot of, like, <laughs> they have, like, bacon-flavored soda, yeah. like corn-flavored, yeah. all of this, like, crazy stuff. Um, and I think they have the the, the Mexican Coke with mm-hmm. real sugar there as well. So, yeah, yeah cool. the next time you you blow through town, I'll, uh, I'll grab a couple of those and nice. uh, some uh, real sugar Pepsis, and we'll, uh, we'll just live it up. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's fun. Uh, you had some of those, the, the bacon soda. Well, that sounds like baking soda. That's funny. But bacon <laughs> yeah. soda. Yes. It, just, it came in a square box. <laughs> square yellow box. Very powdery. It's not, not at all thirst quenching. Yeah, it doesn't quench your thirst. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, but yeah, that was uh, lovely is, is how you refer to it. Is that right? Uh, I believe my um, my Instagram post was a picture of the soda itself, and uh, in all caps, nope. Yeah. And uh, that's I stand by it. It uh, it tastes well, a little bit sweet. Like? Yeah, it, it tastes a little bit sweet, and then like pork on the the uh, back of your tongue uh. for the aftertaste. It's not, it, it tastes like pork rinds, I guess is yeah, more accurate okay. uh, term. But um, man, I just and I it, I did not like it, but I do not like wasting food or drink either. <laughs> did so you drink I, I did. Oh, of course, yeah, oh I, I chugged it all down. Yeah, they, yeah. that's dedication, man. But uh, yeah. wow, yeah, I'm not fucking around. Yeah, you know, waste not, want not, and yeah. I want so. <laughs> Um, Did you have any any of the other ones yet? Anyone you want uh, to mention? Yeah, let's see. The uh, oh, uh, one of the like, like I got I had a, a different type of uh, cola is uh, made by this company called Pig Iron that was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, there was like a, a cherry uh, soda that I got that was pretty good as well. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to remember what uh, yeah, I can remember some of the other sent. ones. Yeah, I've got uh, I've got this one that's still in my fridge that uh, I'm I'm saving for I don't know when, <laughs> but it's called Dino Dung. Oh and, yeah, uh, <laughs> it, uh, it's like a, a chocolate flavored soda. Oh, essentially, is, is what funny. that is. So uh, yeah, I'm looking uh, looking forward to that. Um, hold on, I'm trying to uh, to get it pulled up here. I don't know why this is so important to me, but uh, it is. <laughs> so, <laughs> let me see if I can find these uh, pictures of these drinks here. Oh okay, yeah, the ones you got. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh okay, it was a uh, cookie dough is the the one I was trying to think of. Yeah, oh, cookie dough weird, soda. Yeah. That one uh, it tasted just like cream soda. It wasn't wasn't oh, anything okay. to write home about on that one. Um, and then the other one I tried was <laughs> buffalo wing soda, Ugh. which is like a, a neon orange. <laughs> it, it, it looks like you know those like real greasy like hot wings that are uh-huh. like just that like orange grease color. Yeah, that's that's the color of the soda. And um, I tried it and. Um, it was actually not bad. It's not something yeah. I drink regularly, but uh, I wasn't kicking out of bed either. Yeah. You know, um, it has a little bit of a cinnamon kick on the uh, the aftertaste, mm. but uh, yeah, wasn't. Uh, was it hot? Or was uh, it spicy? No, just th- just through the through the cinnamon. That okay. would be the only thing. Uh, yeah. Okay. Weird. Huh. But yeah, otherwise not bad. Not bad. 
Interesting. Well, you're more brave than I am. You're braver than I am because uh, a lot of those I would not even want to like bacon soda. I was like, that sounds so gross to me. Uh, mm-hmm. And Amanda doesn't eat pork anymore, so to her, that I'm pretty sure sounds just god awful. But, um, but yeah, I was wondering, like, <laughs> I know that they have these people that like these flavorologists. I'm gonna call them uh, mm-hmm. that that work on these kinds of products and stuff. But it's just so weird that they can like kind of figure out what that tastes like and make it into like a drinkable form. Um, but then there's yeah. just some things that science doesn't need to do, you know? Yeah. Uh, like making bacon that you can drink. I don't know that I need in my life. So, well, yeah, yeah, that might be a little far, but, yeah. um, I, w- I will say that there were some variants of the bacon flavored soda where mm. like the one I tried was just simply bacon flavored, uh-huh. uh, soda. There was also, it was a, like chocolate bacon flavored mm. and then there was, mm. uh, maple bacon. So, I may yeah. eventually have to try those. <laughs> I hate myself almost immediately. That's what it was gross. I should try more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, so I've never, I've I never feel... understood uh, when they they'll make like chocolate covered bacon that you can eat and stuff. Yeah. And I've never mm-hmm. understood that. Like that doesn't appeal to me either. Um, it's the the sweet and savory. And I get that part of it, but just those mm-hmm. two things, like I don't know, just doesn't sound like I like. I've had like. Um, like ruffles that were dipped in chocolate or whatever and it's like that salt and the sweet and those are good but oh, yeah. um, like the, the bacon to me doesn't sound like it would go with that at all so then yeah again mm-hmm. making that into a soda I'm just like not, not for me not, I don't think so yeah. I love that yeah. you experiment with it I get all the, mm-hmm. the fun and you get all the bad taste so <laughs> it's great for me <laughs> I'm just laying up in a hospital somewhere <laughs> try this urine flavored soda it just okay. tastes like urine it is yeah. why is it in my pee cup <laughs> Where's my bedpan at? <laughs> Damn it, Stevie. This is the eighth time you've done this. <laughs> Best friends. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, cool. You want to bring this one on home then? Yeah. Uh, if you have a so- show suggestion, question, comment, dog picture, pop culture, combat contender, or something specific you would like to discuss, please be sure to contact us. You can email us at letstalkaboutstuffpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at LTASpod. Find me on Letterboxd and Twitter at StephenFisher22 and find Brent on Twitter and Instagram at Brent Hibbert. Yes, that is correct. And I'm glad you read that because I totally mm. forgot to announce our yeah, next no. our next contenders <laughs> for Pop Culture Combat Round 3. Those contenders are Mario from Nintendo. Nintendo's Mario. Mario Mario is his full <laughs> legal voting Mario, name. Mario. <laughs> Versus Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes. Now I know we're constantly talking about video games on the show <laughs> and it gets annoying, but we're going to do it one final time here to determine which video game mascot slash character is in fact the best. Absolutely. This one is going to be really good because like nostalgia, I have, I have strong feelings about both of these characters. Yes. Yeah. Same. Yeah. yeah this will be really interesting. I'm glad uh, we're going to do this one a lot. Um, yeah. yeah. So really looking forward to that. I'm sure mm-hmm. everybody else is as well. Uh, we were talking before the show that as nerdy as Brent and I are, we're just not that into video games, but Sonic and like any kind of old school thing, I definitely mm-hmm. am. Like uh, Mario and Sonic, totally there. So uh, really looking forward to that one. That'd be fun. Yeah, me too. Me too. And again, you can vote on Twitter. Obviously, you know how to do that. And uh, <laughs> we're, we're going to start doing this new thing where uh, you can vote on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> let's say, uh, let's say I, uh, there's a, a graphic posted uh, on our Instagram feed. Yeah where there's a picture of a Sonic and a Mario on there, and then you just mm-hmm. reply with the hashtag Sonic or hashtag Mario, and uh, 
that we'll count that as a vote. Should really, we that. just need uh, need one vote on there to determine a winner and award a point. So your your vote counts. You literally could be the deciding factor on all of Instagram for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. So that's powerful. And you can vote on each platform. So yeah, yeah I mean, you could contradict yourself if you wanted to. <laughs> yeah. You can vote for Mario on one, and then Sonic on the other. If you have strong feelings about both, there you go. You can yeah. split your vote. That's fine. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. Yep. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it. So yeah. Let's, let's bring it on home. All right. Until next time, I'm Steven. I'm Brent. Let's talk later. It was the first time we introduced ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I was wondering, when we recorded the other day, did we even do an intro? Nope. Did you want to do an intro? Nah. <laughs> no, because there's a funny part. I've already edited uh, okay, all of that. Okay, cool. So at yeah. the end of it, uh, where we're like starting to wrap up that conversation, <laughs> I uh, I ask you, so Stephen, are we doing it? And it's like two hours into it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Okay, that's fantastic. So the intro intro comes an hour and fifty five minutes into the into the podcast. I don't know if anybody else will even get it or laugh at it, but that makes me crack up so yeah. much. Yeah, me too. That's fantastic. Wow. But we didn't even say our names. Nope. That's awesome. Nope. No, I yeah, uh, I, I like said it. at the beginning. Uh, I said your name, uh, just talking uh, to you. But yeah, that, that was it. That but is people, awesome. People will know. You know. Yeah, I mean it's whatever. Yeah. 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 All, all five or 10 or 15 of our fans, they they get the gist now. So, mm-hmm. Are you putting a decimal in front of those numbers? <laughs> <laughs> you know it. And the sync word is pirate angel. <laughs> yes. On three. <laughs> One, two, three. Pirate, pirate angel. angel. Loved Perfect. it. That was so funny. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Calm down. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I hear you, man. Out. I hear you. Um, so, yeah, it'd be interesting. They had like a uh, they had a credit scene for Infinity War, and they're like, we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, and shit, I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> Damn it! What was I going to say? Who knows, man. Uh, Man, that's frustrating because it's right there. Getting the... older is so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me just eat a couple of these lemon candies real quick. <laughs> Where they even um, come from? Man, I had a really good point that I <laughs> want to make. I stole it from you. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's no, no, no. It's fine. Um, Ant Man. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. <laughs> you did it. You jump started. Um. <laughs> what was that? I think your Pepsi just queefed on you. <laughs>